0: Listen to the Pittsburgh Pile Drive Podcast, motherfucker! You better pay $49.99 for this podcast or I'll kill you, motherfucker! This is Poop the Bar and Alec Ransom, Beef the Legend, and Tiger Bob Tom! They do stuff like talk about wrestling and how great wrestling is and how great WWE is! Smokey Mountain's the best ever, motherfucker! So you pay up and you listen up and you subscribe or I'll kill you, motherfuckers!
1: You're listening to. The Pittsburgh Pile Driver what the hell is that? Podcast.
0: Oh, oh. Boys, I don't, uh I don't know, I don't, I don't feel so good. I think I got, I think I'm coming down with something. I don't. Uh, I don't feel so hot. It feels like I got a. Uh, feels like I got a fever coming on. It really does. It really. F- really feels like I got a bad case of the. Of the. Uh...
2: Disco fever. Disco fever. Disco fever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disco fever. Disco fever. Disco fever. fever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's <laughs>
0: right, you stupid idiots. You're listening to the Pittsburgh Power Driver Podcast and we hate you all. We hate all your patriots. <laughs> we hate all your subscriptions. We hate all the money that you're not giving us. I haven't seen one goddamn 4999 yet. Trust me, it's gonna come. That's what she said. He's coming. Oh, yeah. I'm this is Alex Hating all you people, all you <laughs> dummies that don't subscribe on the Farm bar duke Moodle.
3: Here with beef the legend. I have a poem this week.
2: Oh. There once was that a old. man named Ransom.
3: Yeah, no, no, there, there, once was a man named Ransom. The three of us can't fucking stand him. So drive off a bridge or live in a fridge. My God, at least you're fucking handsome.
1: <laughs> Nailed it. That was oh, That was
3: like politely you.
1: backhanded. That was weird. I know right. Yeah. Also, like a, also Ransom, like
0: abusive Ransom. boyfriend. I love you.
1: Ransom. Ransom. <laughs> yes. Beef the Legends views and opinions do not reflect that of Tiger Bomb Tom LLC or Bardic Industries.
4: There you go. Ah, I, like, speaking, I like how I'm an LLC.
1: Speaking well, you're, of you're smart industries. about it. You didn't take the risk. You played mm-hmm. the safe game. I'm the one who <laughs> went full
0: bore. Yep. Listen, listen. Speaking of Bardic Industries, it's great to see that there is a certain conglomerate back on top of the mountain. What mountain would that be?
1: That would be the mountain of your reigning. Uh-oh.
0: Defending.
1: Uh-oh. Undisputed, three-time, Uh-oh. three-time, three-time Three Choose Your Way champion. I am Poot the Bard, baby, CEO Woo! of
0: Bardic Industries. Oh, uh, well done. Well done on the Choose Your Way. Choose in there. Feel We good. can't forget our ever so gracious uh, nepotism <laughs> sponsor, Bomb Tom.
3: <laughs> Tiger. Yes. What's Tiger. Up? Uppercut. <laughs> yep. Hashtag. Hashtag casual gaming dad. Hashtag nepotism.
1: <laughs> Hashtag yeah. dick cake city Oh. Hashtag where's the intern
0: Got super awkward acqu- Yeah you know hey, what for real, I'm done with him. For- He's dead to for- me I'm done with him I held open auditions the other day <laughs> Outside my house I was in a lawn chair with a sign <laughs> And a table It looked all professional I had a sign in sheet It said stupid ass intern come here and <laughs> sign up Change my mind Where was he <laughs> Where was he I don't know. Probably skulking around CBS Studios, trying to freaking fiddle <laughs> fuck his way into our into I our mean, podcast studio. So, I saw the other day them. with a freaking, we, a freaking little lock and lockpick screwdriver, and, and we haven't like, heard like, from him. From we,
3: we we haven't heard from him in a couple of weeks, so maybe, maybe we need to like send out. Hit.
4: You know no. what? You know uh, what? He's I bet I bet he's plotting her demise. He's like, I kill you,
3: motherfucker! Exactly, exactly! I'm gonna
0: get you don't want me on, on your podcast. I'm gonna come to your house. I'm gonna shit all over you in a big ass promo, motherfucker! I'm, I'm gonna, gonna i smack get...
3: you over my, smack you over the head with my big old tennis racket, motherfucker! motherfucker.
0: I'm gonna and get you. Go Mountain wrestling's I'm, the best. I'm gonna get gimmicked a, at all. It's a legit steal. Don't make me don't make me call Tony Schiavone, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, okay.
2: uh, really, hey, hey, But you know what, though? Like,
0: rails and I hate you people all. Oh, we always so do. before we, we start do. this
3: episode, Beef, why don't you shut the hell yeah. up and thank some sponsors? <laughs> I would love to thank some sponsors. We definitely want to thank uh, our, our, our gracious sponsors uh, over at Wrestle-, Wrestle Deals. I can't speak tonight. WrestleDeals.com. You're home for violent deals and bloody good prices. Uh, we're always uh, so excited to have them um, having our back, and like I said, I know that Sean's out there uh, doing up the indie circuit. I'm sure he's killing uh, it, so, killing uh, the town, man. I'll tell you what, dropping, dropping, drop, dropping some uh, some some Pittsburgh power driver podcast love, no I hope doubt. I I
2: hope hot, and so. then
3: uh, our boy over here, uh, the Tiger to... Bomb Tom, with Casual Gaming Dad on Facebook, he. You know there there there's been so many fucking references in his videos and he, he shares all of our stuff and you know it, it, so many of his fans uh, from his page have come in over have come over and been fans of ours so we appreciate him if nothing else just for that but of course for being uh, another uh, voice in the the choir of dissent over here so yes. thanks so much, Tom we appreciate yes. it and, so, and I
4: and I appreciate you all so go ahead ransom
3: so look I want to start out and uh, hold talk on hold about on be- before. Before before we start out, I do want to say Already the interruptions
1: begin. Yep
3: I do wanna say I did heal up real hard there at the end, so I feel it only necessary to say that I want to congratulate Put the Bard for his choose championship victory. <sighs> oh. But moreover, it's for the first late, time late. that for the first time that I can fucking remember, we were all like really good with the picks. I think we I think I was the lowest and I finished at twelve and five. So you I mean, were. you know, ha- Hats off to all of us for actually knowing our shit for once. That was impressive. Yeah, yes. big Hold jerk off
4: And you know what? And uh, and, and, and I'll say this uh, in, in regards to the beef healing up. Don't mind him. He just lost his smile.
1: Aww. Oh. Oh. And, and don't worry. Don't worry, beef. Shut you know your what? whore you mouth. Can, you can go ahead and just – you can be sad. You can be upset you lost that title. But you know what? Take take comfort in the fact that you can now bask in okay. my glory. Bask in his glory. Basking in glory.
2: <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> that, 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 that was like
1: a perfect. That was I loved it, but no, seriously, we were pretty pretty good on. And honestly, these have like these events were really really good. Really it was, good. It was I, a
4: solid weekend of wrestling. I really enjoyed was. it. I
1: mean, yeah. I, extreme rules. It could have used a little more extreme and less rules. But yes, I. But <laughs> but honestly,
4: <laughs> no, um, that's that for real. That it really was because some of the some of the ones they had to remind you like. Uh, like okay yeah it's supposed to be an extreme rules event but uh, again there wasn't a whole lot of uh stuff like even in a no holds barred tag team match that like the rules for those matches it, that's what that was like the biggest uh, uh the confuddledness they didn't make of, sense why do you
0: why do you have a referee counting after a tag like they never fucking they makes sense. They don't have like, to like, get out of the ring within five seconds. It's a no holds barred match. There's no disqualifications, dum dum. Somebody exactly. climbs up to the top rope or gets somebody in a, you know, like in a rope hole or something, and they start
3: counting. What are you counting for? Are you going to disqualify somebody? It's the match. dude. In, there's that's- that's every that's every no disqualification match. They get like someone gets in the ropes and the ref starts counting and it's like, no, why are you fucking breaking? Like yeah. there's no disqualification. What are you gonna no. do? Maybe like, you
0: should understand what a no holds barred no disqualification match means to that referee and understand the fact that like you can't be counting stuff like that. People are gonna get, I know. And well, people, and, uh, and I smart say, people w- at least are gonna go, well, well, what the hell well, are you doing? Yeah. Well, people to the, like to us are gonna
4: credit. be
1: like, You cannot do that. That's not part of the rules. Motherfucker
3: Oh, I can You spoke Wrestling had the best referees ever. Uh, and all five of our fans will echo our sentiments all over the internet and say the same
4: thing. <laughs> no, right but, I'll say, I'll, but I will say this. They did They did do um, the announcers tried uh, I, take, to, my, I gotta
0: take the shirt off. I gotta take the shirt off. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, sticky. Uh oh. Shirt's gone.
1: <laughs> How's it? Now here's the question. I want you all to think your dirtiest thoughts about how he's gonna attach that microphone to himself now.
4: Oh, that's bad. Oh, man. I mean, I'd say... Let me me say this, though, that the announcers, they tried to salvage it a couple of times. Um, They did make note of it, I will say, to their credit. They did good uh, mention it during the the tag team, the triple threat tag team match with uh, New Day and stuff, how they said that like uh, (gasps) Big E, even if he reached the ropes, it wouldn't force a break, and that Daniel Bryan only released it because he could only hold on for so long, and... Uh, They reminded us that the United States Championship match was a regular, you know, regular wrestling match. So, you guys remember
3: after WrestleMania where they were like going to start instating referee fines for making mistakes and everything because of the Becky Lynch thing? Oh yeah, like what the fuck happened to that? Like,
1: yeah, well, whatever. Like, yeah, that 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 was that was basically keeping trying to keep somewhat reasonable kayfabe about the whole situation. Like, that's all it was. It wasn't anything that was like particularly. Like okay this is what we're doing Yeah there's going to be fines there yeah, the, They they immediately stop caring because Vince again has the uh, attention span Of a fucking rattle Like I mean
0: That's exactly it It's the same thing as every other WWE Rule where it's like okay This week the rule stands next week it's a different Rule next week after that it's a different rule The week after that what rule
3: yeah. Exactly. hashtag hashtag fucking wild card like wild Richard card fucking, fucking yep. just just exactly. flying by the seat of his pants and that's how the whole company is being run. That's and and that's how it feels, which is just sad.
4: But I will. But I will say this though. Um, overall, the the Extreme Rules pay per view was was pretty enjoyable. Um, it uh, anybody who hasn't already uh, caught the live video of my review of it can do so on. The Pittsburgh Power Driver Podcast Facebook page uh, and t- Casual Gaming Dad and and <laughs> I
1: think I think honestly and uh, this is like no sideways talk that was a pretty good stand-in for <clears throat> Beef the Legend's take on stuff because Beef yeah, the Legend you. was out sunning himself
3: on a rock like a lizard. <laughs> sure was, and, I was... And, 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 and I'll tell you what, zero fucking regrets. because I'll tell you what, like, you guys can sit here, you guys can sit here and tell me how great Extreme Rules was, but the minute, the fucking minute, and, and you know, now, you know, 72 hours later, I understand why it happened. But the minute that Finn Balor lost that title, I would have been like, "Nope, nope." I am mentally out of this fucking pay per view. I fucking am, and I hate everything that happens going but you, forward.
1: But but you are admittedly, and you even admit this yourself. You're very knee jerky to those kind of things.
3: One hundred percent, one hundred percent. That's why. Are. That's why I love doing the reaction shows because I am like the fucking knee jerk master, man. Yep. I love getting all ramped up and get my, head, my 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 face all red and yeah. But then, you know.
1: well, but then you have a heart attack and die, and then we're back to the P three. You know what? Go ahead, keep it up. The uh, oh. they just, no. the uh no oh. they different no minutes. but I I will say this before before we get into <clears> talking <throat> about these matches and talking about the events from this weekend because not only did we have Extreme Rules but we had Fight for the Fallen as well
3: but I got to tell you guys In, seriously three nights of so, the G one yo going, nobody cares well, I I, care. I fucking care I care about and they were it, fucking great I, nights too I'll tell you fucking what I shut got up
1: to, you went full Hank Hill right there boy I'll tell you what tell that G one that G one was paint accessories. It was it was fantastic wrestling. I loved it. Good grappling. Motherfucker. Smokey um, uh, so, um uh, uh, Bobby? Bobby Lashley?
2: Damn it, the, Bobby um, Lashley. Damn it, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Every time the worst he comes out now, all I'm going to
1: hear is Bob. But no, seriously, this past Monday, f- first official, official night that Heyman's had his claws in Raw. And what did we get? We got The Fiend. The Fiend yes. comes in. Takes down I. It. It was one of those things when Nakamura won that title, and it's kind of playing off of this. Nakamura won that title. The. The thing that immediately went through my head, and I'm sure every wrestling fans head was that. Balor is going to join the club. Yep. You know, I mean, it, right. it seemed natural. Oh, we we all said it. <laughs> but now makes fucking sense. Now I love this that they're touching back on. It's like they're picking back up where they left off. You know what I mean.
4: Yeah, because we were supposed to, uh, we were supposed to get the demon versus the fiend. Before, no, 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 and then... no.
1: We were no. getting the pumpkin, Sister Abigail. We were getting the pumpkin man versus Sister. Uh, well, Bab- sorry, Abigail.
4: okay. Well, regardless, we were supposed to get Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt in whatever capacity. But that was uh, that was uh, AJ Styles had to end up filling in for Bray Wyatt because he was like actually like legit ill and what and, a yeah, killer
1: match what
4: a yeah. killer match yeah it was. Uh, oh absolutely but, that was that was actually um they they talked about that in that yeah. whole like the 365 special with aj on the on the network the, which was really good
1: the only thing that left me flat about his debut i thought everything was pitch perfect except for one thing what's that when he did number one he kept sister abigail i think i think he should have another finisher but, Not the killer no, move, no, no, bro. No, 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 no. Bro, hear that's me, a the killer me, move. It's a great move. But the problem was when he did it, there was no BAM! There was no, like, big impact. You know what I mean? And it was off camera. The cameras were zoomed in on his face. You didn't really yeah, get to weird. see the sister Abigail. And there was no big bang impact from it. You know what I mean? I think it was just one of those things that it was like everything went off without a hitch. He looks great. It, it he looks like a million bucks he looks scary as fuck like you can tell he's excited about this character everyone's excited for this character because we got a resounding holy shit chant Yep. um and, and the
4: way they and the way they did it too oh, like yeah. uh, uh with like the audio like uh cutting like, record, like kind of a, record player
1: stopping oh yeah. yeah
4: oh god it was so good but i was yeah. i i got excited i opened up my instagram i sent that to you guys on the group chat i opened up my instagram first thing i saw was the fiend and i was like yes
1: immediately it went up on our page it was like i'm i'm so excited i can't wait to see how they ruin this so nakamura versus, <laughs> nakamura versus balor a great match to kick off the show honestly yeah okay maybe drew Gulak.
3: Hey, you know what you know what though Lise. let's not let's i i don't Honestly, I, I don't think we need to do a match by match breakdown. Um, I mean, if, no, if, just like touch on them really quick, really quick,
1: like rapid fire.
4: Um, I mean, that's really
1: fine, quick, but... Really quick.
4: Well, I mean, that Come one on. it was like it, it was. It, it could have been better if it was allotted more time. I feel like I felt like it was like we didn't get as much of it as we should have. I feel I, well, like there should have been more.
3: Knowing what, not... so more... touching on Finn Balor, th- real real quick here. Um, just so some 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 news that uh, Finn Balor is oh. going to be off TV for a couple of months. Yeah, he's taking time and, off. Uh, initially, it was thought that maybe that was going to happen after SummerSlam, but it looks like it's starting now. Oh, uh, really? Which is not the greatest time, but um, the article that I read, uh, and I uh, forgive me, I, I don't fucking quote sources, but, uh, you know, I'm an English teacher and all, so... But anyway, um, the, the article that I read mentioned that uh, he basically used leverage, like, hey you don't want me to go to AEW, do you? I mean, he did not right really say that, but it's one of those things where it's like, now that you have a kind of valid competition, you have people that could like pull a John Moxley and easily like leave your program and appear somewhere else after their contract if they're not happy.
1: Well, okay. aside, aside from that, he, number one, he got engaged, so he's probably planning a wedding. <laughs> number two, That's how cool. long has he been going hard? Seriously, he needs time off. He needs time well, off to recoup, probably heal some nagging injuries.
4: I, ha- I have two questions because I I was under the impression too that it was going to happen after SummerSlam, so I didn't I didn't see that other article. If you if you happen to find it, uh, send it to me, Beef. Uh, yeah, to- based on uh,
3: yeah, yeah. B- based on what I read now, he's he's already in in Ireland. So
4: okay, um, who uh, who do you get in cage to? Because he was with uh what's her fi- the one uh, announced girl for a while, right? The or uh, the one. She's no, ago? she's
1: a news. Kathy anchor. Kelly. No, no, she, I, I, I don't.
3: Isn't she a sports anchor or something? Yeah, she's she, she's she's a sports like um, anchor. I think she Analyst. like covers soccer soccer matches or whatever. And so like yeah, they're they're a thing, <laughs> which is cool. Good, good for him.
1: Yeah, man. Um. Anyway, uh. So moving on to the two matches I didn't see because I can't remember what I was doing. Drew Gulak and Tony Neese, How was it?
4: Uh. So good. I, solid. I, solid cruiserweight match what these. you expect.
3: I, uh, I, I unfortunately have not been able to catch up on Extreme Rules yet, so I I am going to believe everything you tell me. All right,
1: ran, uh, Ransom, what do you think? Didn't see it. Oh, neat. That's cool. Tom, it's going to be the Tom <laughs> and Chuck show. Rapid fire Tom. Hence you my, ready? Hence Sign my it. point.
3: Hence, hence my point. I don't. And, and I mean, I, I think I think going forward, and this is kind of something that we kind of touched base on uh, in, in the chat. I think, you know. I think i think it, it, it's gonna serve our purpose better not to break down match by match but to instead talk about the full event and then like if there are shining stars out there that you want to hit like oh man this was really cool or this was really cool you know that that might be better but i mean hey whatever you guys okay. want to do well um, here's, i I'm mean being,
4: well being, being that i kind of already did like a match by match breakdown uh from the live video i'll just say this the the event overall was uh was a solid event B plus. Uh, pretty much. Pretty yeah, it was it was on par with Stomping Grounds and Stomping Grounds was a good card even though we yeah. didn't even though we didn't exactly get uh you know like there was all there's always going to be a couple hiccups here and there um this this overall the Extreme Rules pay per view was really good um I I think the shining movie. the shining moments sorry to interrupt you
1: Tom but like the shining moments of this I thought. Nakamura <sighs> Balor was good. It was seven minutes. It, it wasn't. It wasn't anything super. What they can do, but it was good. Aleister Black Cesaro was really good.
4: Hands down, A really good
1: it.
3: thing. I'm, I'm, of, I'm gonna go back and watch that match.
4: S- match of the night. Which, which I'm sorry, I gotta say, they should not have redone that again on SmackDown in the same week. No, I, no. but um, but yeah that that match was match of the night. Um, hands down. The
1: the one that surprised me, and we can move on from this. The one that really surprised me—that was actually I was sports entertained by Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley.
4: Now, see,
3: I had I've the exact oppos- I, ha-
4: I had the exact opposite reaction. I mean, like I. There was, like, the ending of it was cool, but, like, overall, I was just, just kind of like, Oh, big beefy guys, and foul's count anywhere. Well, did, like, I was just, I don't know. dude. I was, was unenthused.
1: I was, uh, the thing that impressed me was the fact that both of these guys are so big, and they're so bulky, and you assume that, like, okay, they play the power game, the big beefy witches kind of thing, you know? Yeah they really did a good job first of all they they took it all over the arena they used their surroundings well the only thing i didn't like was the ending it was one of those things where they had an exit like a like a a terminal that they blocked off and clearly had a crash pad in like it's like one of those things it's like okay that was kind of a shitty ending i think it should have been a little more visceral but it's uh,
4: tough it's, it's yeah
3: It's tough whenever you're WWE because you are the multi-million dollar company. You are the one that has to, like, that's under the microscope for, like, wrestlers, protection, and everything else. You have to make those things safe. But on the other side of the coin, you have a company like um, AEW who wants to be a little bit more gritty, a little bit more visceral, and can put on something like Janela versus Moxley, and doesn't have those kind of shackles or handcuffs. So whenever you're WWE, you you have to stand up against something like that and go, we're trying.
4: Well, I'll tell you Here's another thing, too, that WWE can
3: do, if I can get a word in edgewise here
4: with all these slapping
3: gums.
0: (laughs) If you're WWE and you are, you know, constrained by those type of regulations and rules and whatnot, why don't you just not put on a pay-per-view called Extreme Rules? If it's not going to be an extreme... Pay per view. If you're not going to have hardcore matches, look. Everybody can shit on ECW all you want to. That it was, you know, a glorified stopman show. Whatever. Blah blah blah. Mother. But at the same time, <laughs> there's a there's a clear distinction between hardcore matches and hardcore wrestling, and 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 regular wrestling. If you're going to have a regular wrestling match and try to dress it up like an extreme rules type deal, it's it's not going to work. You you need to be able to have extreme matches, hardcore matches, stuff that people go, holy crap, did that just happen? That guy has to be dead, you know he. You, you know, whether it actually happens or not, you are totally convinced that that dude has to go to the hospital because he is fucked up. You can't do that when you're WWE and you're PG and you have these rules and regulations and restrictions and all this nonsense. You're well, before a... we go anywhere else, I do want to have a little, I, I want to go back a little bit um, to the, uh, what was that first stupid match that you flapping guns we're talking about? Uh, Balor G- Nakamura. Yes, Balor Nakamura. Um, so speaking of that and speaking of Paul Heyman, um, I think I sent you guys the article and I can't remember again. I can't remember where it's from. Don't care about sources. Don't care about if it's true. It's the internet. Go freaking figure. Put a stupid old man's face filter on it. Um, <laughs> Paul, Heyman, Paul Heyman reportedly wanted that match and was genuinely upset that that match was on the pre-show. He mm-hmm. wanted that match to be a part of the actual... Event. He didn't want people to be able to get it for free on YouTube. He felt that that match was going to be the quality and caliber of a match that deserved to be paid for to watch.
4: He's not wrong.
3: I mean. And so it begins. And and, and so it begins where Paul Heyman has. And, and I'm sure we'll hear the same thing about fucking Bischoff whenever he fucking starts his fucking job. But, uh, like, Heyman, he has all these grand ideas of what he wants to do. And Vince is not a grand idea guy anymore. He's a guy who takes the safe bet. The Brock Lesnar's, the Roman Reigns, the guys who he thinks, and, you know, I think I think we can all agree, honestly, that guys like fucking Reigns and guys like fucking um, Re- um, Lesnar, they're money guys. They're guys who you know are going to sell shirts, who are going to get eyes on the product. He takes the safe bet now, and, I, you know, Heyman doesn't. Heyman, Heyman fucking gambles all the time, and, and we're, we're going to see a clash of styles, I think.
0: But well, I don't know why I'm the okay safe with that, bet is I don't know why the safe bet is having um Finn Balor and Nakamura on a pre show. That's that's not a safe bet. That's, it's that's funny. That's,
3: it's, I, it's funny because I actually I read an article foolish. today. I, I actually read an article today that said that Vince McMahon may kind of forget about Finn Balor sometimes. Like he may be kind of an actress thought that some of the people in the back are thinking the same thing. Like, hey, you have this wonderful fucking specimen, Finn Balor, who God bless him. He's not getting any younger. He's in his late thirties. Like, he oh really? Has How old to is Valor? Be...
4: He's yeah. He's, he's got to be mid thirties.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think I think he's like thirty seven. Like he he he's no spring chicken. Like you got to fucking hit that iron while it's hot.
4: Well, here's, and... here's one here's one thing I wanted to touch on. Um, sorry, like because Ransom had mentioned about the about it being in the PG and it was going to be a perfect segue, is that um. It, if the end of the Extreme Rules pay per view, it will say one thing. It's maybe, maybe we might be kind yeah. of dipping our toes outside of the PG waters a little bit. Because one thing I wanted to say uh, as a shining star highlight, uh, regardless if you like them or hate them, Baron Corbin having yeah. the ba- having the balls to hit the the end of days on Becky. Yep. Holy. Fuck. That and was he awesome. He put some
1: and then, sauce on that one too. And
4: I'll tell the only thing the only thing that they and I and I gotta I gotta agree a little bit with uh Bully Ray. I was listening to listening to the Busted Open podcast. And one thing that he mentioned and, and side note, like Bully's got some really interesting ideas about like just little things here and there. One thing he mentioned was uh uh one thing that they could have did better in that match is not had Seth and Becky go completely apeshit with the chair shots or kendo stick shots beforehand because what happened once Becky took the end of days, Rollins got irate and just unloaded on Corbin with, you know, everything he had. Well, he already did it earlier yeah. at one point in the match, you know, so like little, little things like that to somebody who, who is in the business and sees it from that perspective, I agree with him. Uh, but overall, I'm still happy with the end result, like of, you know, Seth, you know, going apeshit and hitting three curb stomps to Corbin, which I thought was a callback to Lesnar. Yeah, which, which obviously we know what happened. Lesnar cashing in. So, uh, you
0: know, so boy, where do we
2: Ray, go from here? Boy, well, I, don't I, don't I,
0: I, go I don't
4: understand
2: this. I don't
0: understand this. I don't know. Maybe I don't have a you know an eye for the business, or maybe I'm out of touch. It is a good possibility. I'm very old. You're not Vince care. McMahon. So
2: You're in
0: touch. I, I, I I'm don't French understand. French. I don't understand why why Brock Lesnar. I mean, I get it. Like he's he's it, fucking Brock Lesnar. You know, Suplex City, the Beast. Here's Paul Heyman. Yada yada yada. But he's gonna take this stupid title, and he's gonna go away again. But again, he's going to go away and you can argue all you want to. Well, oh, it's going to be Fox this and Fox that. And they're going to demand this and they're going to, de- I don't think anybody can demand anything of Brock Lesnar because I don't think he gives a shit.
4: He does. I, I if honestly, somebody
0: says you have to show up and you have to be Brock will go. Okay. No, I'm not going to do fire me. Go ahead. Fire me. I'll go home and I'll sit on my money and I'll lay on my wife. I don't care. Fire. Right.
1: Me. No, I, I honestly believe the reason why the Brock Lesnar thing I am not for Brock holding that title. I will say this though, in a very sly way. Despite our ability to sit here and and tout about how Brock Lesnar is, why are they putting that belt back on him? It's useless. It's not going to get defended. It's going to be gone. He's not going to be on TV. He's not going to <clears> this, and that's true. However, however, when Brock shows up and gets physical. It is, it's a big fucking it, deal. It feels big fight. And then the other <sighs> thing is, too, when a big pay-per-view <laughs> comes around and he defends it. Yeah, okay. There's. They're kind of getting formulaic with it where he gets the belt and then three, four, five pay-per-views. He defends it and just squashes the piss out of everyone. What that does is it makes the guy who beats him a fucking rock star like seth rollins has already uh, has always been popular <laughs> has always been absolutely popular but it just gives him that extra push up on the pedestal you know what i mean yeah it pushes the him other thing a little bit further one second it pushes him a little bit further to the point where it's like okay now who's gonna beat seth rollins
0: See, I don't see that the, way. Like, and the, I, 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 the other thing for... that, that
3: the, the, the other me. thing is that, well, you know, you 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 spoke. Now I speak. That's how that's 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 how podcasts work. Jerk whoa, faces. whoa, 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 whoa! Not, whoa, not champ. Podcast, you don't you tell people who
1: speak and don't speak.
3: Ooh. Anyway, the the other thing that we're not considering yeah, here I'm is fired. the hard numbers. And the bottom line is, when Lesnar shows up, when he is announced to show up, ratings usually uptick, and that's. You know, Vince McMahon right now has a hard arm for ratings because Fox is going to want fucking ratings. And if they don't get fucking ratings, they'll put them on at fucking 2 in the morning. So they have to get ratings. So Vince is all about getting eyes on the product. And even if that means that, you know, it's not a constant eye, even if it's only every so often, when Lesnar shows up, ratings have an uptick. I don't get that,
0: though. Like, I don't understand... And here's me being out of touch again. Like I this Brock Lesnar thing seems like it's a regurgitated John Cena, only it's worse. WWE shoved John Cena down everybody's throats for so long. And yeah, he sold merchandise because the kids love John Cena. But at the same time, like with Brock Lesnar, it's show up, suplexes, sweaty mess, F5, ha <laughs> ha! I win. That's the way it is with every Brock Lesnar match. And I don't think it did anything for Seth Rollins. That's, that's just my opinion on the matter. I don't think it did anything not for the Seth Not the way Rollins.
3: that he won. Yeah, not, not the way that he won at WrestleMania. Because, yes, I was so excited that he won, and it was actually a decent match. But in order to beat Lesnar, he had to dick kick him, what, three times? And then hit him with three stomps. So, but I yeah, think... but like After the match, after he won that belt, what, what happened? What memorable well, thing did
0: Seth Rollins do... After being elevated, uh, after being Brock Lesnar, WWE
3: his, booking,
1: he put his dick in, in and around Becky Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: okay. is okay. A so true. Like that's that's you know, he, he, he he did that to somebody that calls himself the man. She's a man. She's the man. I don't I don't like that either. I think I love it. Anyway, I I I am uh, in the on only, that man. The that's only fine. Thing, you, can, you can love it. That's fine. I, I, I
4: the only that. thing I don't like about <clears throat> that is when they introduce her uh it like when the announcers the ring announcer introduces her they use that stupid moniker they it would it would be just as bad or worse if every time they announced Roman Reigns from Pensacola, Florida. The big dog. Roman Reigns. Like, no, they don't need to say the man, what, Becky it's Lynch. It's
0: Michael Cole, too. Every time she comes out, the man! The man.
4: Well, no, right, that's,
0: we get it,
4: well, no that's what that's one thing if it's on the commentary, but literally the ring announcer is saying, The man, Becky Lynch. No, that like that's <sighs> stupid. I, that is. But I garbage. I don't think
0: this I don't think the Brock Lesnar win did anything for Seth Rollins. Maybe it would do something for somebody who up until they beat Brock Lesnar is maybe mid to high mid card. Yeah. Middle, middle, mid-card, high, mid-card. Okay, you I get somebody like new Calista. that hasn't been pushed. At, <laughs> like, okay. You get somebody <laughs> wow. somebody new to beat Brock Lesnar, a fresh face, someone where the crowd is gonna go, okay, this is gonna be another squash match. Holy shit, this guy actually beat Brock Lesnar. Holy shit, he's the tit- he he won a title from Brock Lesnar. Yeah. yeah, that well- I think would do it. But when you have Seth Rollins, who's been top dog there multiple times. I don't think that does anything for Seth Rollins. And he just lost it to Brock Lesnar again. You know who that is? Yeah. So you uh, beat big, Brock you know, Lesnar, big whooping deal, I, shut the hell up, Big. you beat Brock Lesnar, big whooping deal. You hold the title for a little bit, you banged an Irish girl,
3: and then all of a sudden you lose the title to him again. Okay, great. I disagree because you can make the same exact fucking argument for The Undertaker, but winning against The Undertaker is a huge deal, with the exception that Brock Lesnar can still go, that Brock Lesnar is still an in, in attraction, that Brock Lesnar is still a beast. Let's not forget that last year, he was still considering going back to the UFC, which is actual God's, you know, honest truth sport. The Undertaker is an old, broken-down man. But somehow, if you get a victory over The Undertaker, you are allotted as the next coming of Jesus.
1: That's the, okay, <laughs> that's, that's the argument, though, between... Like, that's where fantasy world works. You know what I mean? It's creating a mystique versus legitimate big fight. And that's the thing, is when you have The Undertaker on, you're pulling in people that are wrestling fans who may be lapsed wrestling fans when you bring Brock Lesnar back you're bringing in oh this guy you know his record man he came in and dominated UFC let's watch this see what he does yeah it's fake fighting but let's see what he can do and then you see Brock Lesnar potato the shit out of people in the ring and it's always brutal and you and I'm not going to lie every time I watch a Brock Lesnar match or see him out there and he gets physical I kind of want to see him stiff somebody
3: yeah, I it's it's see it. it's always entertaining. I'll I'll be honest. I'm I'm always in. Like the suplexes, <sighs> love it. He, he can suplex eighty seven times. I don't care if he's fucking yeah. a waterfall yeah, of sweat. I, I, you know, it's. I will watch Brock Lesnar fight just about anybody except for Goldberg and The Undertaker because I don't think that either one of those two can go anywhere near what they need to.
1: If he would do things other than Germans, I'd be okay with it. Occasionally, he'll toss out an exploder or a T-bone, but it's
0: rare. Over
3: the head. Just the the Germans.
0: Brock Lesnar, for me anymore, is a a bathroom match.
3: because
0: Sure, I mean, I, I understand your point, Beef and Poot, like i get it he's a big deal he's a legit fighter you know dominated oh, the like but at the same time it's like okay i know exactly what this match is going to be suplex 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 f5 f5 pin maybe a kick out after an f5 maybe a comeback for 30 seconds maybe a camora lock and it's and yeah. it's going to and then well, and then you're squashed and if he's going to lose I it think... to anybody it's going to be somebody that you're expecting to lose it to he's going like like to lose it to a uh, seth rollins or a roman reigns so, well, there's no excitement for me in that. Maybe there would be excitement for me for Brock Lesnar again if freaking, you know, a, a, a somebody who you never expected to beat him beats him.
4: Well, you know one okay, thing i got to say on that note. Because they're that.
0: switching some things up.
4: On that note,
2: uh,
4: uh, you know, with uh, somebody somebody beating Brock that you'd expect him to, here's one person I feel who has not gotten the proper push and should have beaten Brock Lesnar. How about fucking Braun Strowman?
3: Hell yeah! Why has he?
4: Why have they dicked him around like that? I, because, I don't know. Well,
1: because I, apparently he was, backstage he was in the doghouse for a while. Yeah, apparently backstage he has a really he's really lazy and he has kind of a... like a little bit of a shitty attitude. Like he'll he'll leave events early, which is a no no. Um, he'll show up like like half hour an hour late. Then what? Then call time. Uh, he like. You know, just kind of runs his mouth a little bit, but I think, I think, with this push beating Bobby Lashley, who admittedly, you know, or as I like to call him Black Lesnar, the um, uh, well, I like him. I love Bobby let's Lashley. Call him
4: Ster- let's call him Wayne. Let's call him a steroid Wayne Brady. Steroid
1: <laughs> yep. Wayne Brady. Um, yeah.
3: you know, I don't uh, I don't get Lashley. I I, I don't. I don't I, I, I love Lesnar, but I can't stand Lashley. Yeah. I, I'm I'm sure there's a correlation s- between the two, but.
4: I don't like either one of them. Fuck them both.
3: <laughs> um, no, I
1: I actually Lashley. My big problem with Lashley is he has, he he looks like a million bucks. He can go in the ring. I mean, he's lost his step a little bit being older and everything. But he yeah, which I didn't
4: realize how old he was. Oh he's, yeah, he's, he's yeah. damn near fifty. He's like what forty nine or something. 49, 50? He's like mid forties.
1: Yeah, and he, no, looks, like, he looks like he looks like he's twenty two. Like Let me, you know, yeah, now, let now, me, my, my, point, my, point, my point was with Lashley, my umbrage is not with his in-ring skill, my umbrage is not with his look, I love the term the almighty Bobby Lashley, my problem is that Lashley, no one has sat him down and told him, hey, have a personality that's not that of a dollar store Superman <sighs> character, like, yeah. fucking pull the, rub the barcode off of your lower calf and fucking, like, you know, do something. Cause when, even when he cut his promo on Raw, the Raw before um, uh, Extreme, Extreme Rules, Rules, when he cut oh, that it promo, sucked. it was flat. It, it had was no so threat. Flat. Like, be more
3: aggressive. Like, be more aggressive, you idiot. Yeah.
4: The
3: one thing that I liked is his, his, his little, like, a- after they um, they the, they were stretchered out, and uh, like like later on in the week he did like a little like cell phone video promo. I thought that was good, and I'm like, man, if we can get that Bobby Lashley all the time, there might be. And then you know, oh, ooh, where he said, "I'm know.
1: gonna come back and I'm gonna put you in the grave, motherfucker."
3: Motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, he said, "Told him he was gonna put him in the morgue." Let me build a bridge though, because this this is an interesting segue, I think. And um, so we're talking about how. WWE has guys that are, like, in their 30s, their their, their late 30s into their 40s. Let's talk about the flip side of the coin. AEW is doing something altogether different. And they talked about this a couple times on Fight for the Fallen, how young they are. Uh, Kip Sabian, I think he's in his young 20s. Jungle Boy, 22. Sammy Guevara, super young like MJF, Joey Janela. These guys are in their like early to mid 20s. And like yes, like you have the elite at the top who are the elder statesmen, Cody, the bucks um uh Kenny Omega, but you got to get you know, you got another guy who I think they're going to pen the future on, which is Hangman Page, who I think he's like 22 or so. Is so, he I mean, that young? Like, I, I, I believe I I think that's what they said in may, maybe twenty five, but still he's pretty damn I'm gonna, I'm damn gonna look young. that up.
4: Hold on a second. Please I'm do. Look that, yeah, I'm going but, to.
3: But but the 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 crux of it is is that AEW is saying hey, you know they can have all these old heads on that show and that's great and a lot of them can still go awesome. We want to put our strength and our youth and have the young guys that are coming up, like that are a impressive and b have. At least another ten to fifteen years in the business.
4: Okay, here you go, uh, Adam Page. He is, uh, well, he's twenty-seven. He actually has a birthday coming up here on the twenty-seventh, so he'll turn twenty-eight here this month.
3: Happy birthday, Adam Page. Yeah,
4: happy, happy early birthday.
3: birthday. Yeah. Happy. Why birthday.
4: not? Um, I, I want to touch on uh, uh, I want to touch on Fight for the Fallen because again another solid card of wrestling. Um, the <coughs> definitely a lot better than um. Fighter Fest which we had discussed in our group chat. Um way better. Especially even the pre-show. The one pre-show match that I was actually kind of surprised by was uh Sunny Kiss and Peter Avalon. It, it was actually a decent match. Um, I didn't watch I, it. I I I didn't expect a whole lot out of it. Like I could even say the same thing for a couple matches on Extreme Rules like I didn't expect a whole lot out of Undertaker Roman Reigns' uh No Holds Bar Tag team match, but it was it was better than it it exceeded my expectations, which I didn't set very high, but, um, uh, same thing with this one. Um, I, I, I was just kind of like, okay, the buy-in matches, like, uh, if it's anything like the last one from fighter fest, uh, you know, hard pass, but, um, it, it was actually really, it was actually pretty good. Um, poor Brit break, poor Brit Baker getting her bell rung. She, she was, a. Uh, concussed and uh, and (laughs) and i know and i know we brought this up before saying like when somebody makes a mistake in the ring like oh don't blame it on concussion but she she legit was because you could see after the match uh, not only did she go to the wrong corner attack because she was all fucking loopy but um if you watch the match you can see the referee checking in on her a lot which i don't ever recall seeing a whole lot of in general in wrestling well
3: and the um, other person who, who we talked about that was, was fucking goldberg who was yeah, just shitty and blamed but, his performance on it on on a phantom concussion this right. was like a legit like you could see her getting kicked in the well, head and go oh and fuck. Worst, but, but in,
4: in this one i was gonna say the the end of the match you could see the referee uh you know helping her down the stairs just to make sure she was okay and she was still talking to her and stuff you know well, checking on her but go yeah. ahead pood
1: well no the thing is like When I went back and watched that, when I heard about this, um, you know, Pittsburgh's own Britt Baker gets concussed to the point where she she jumped and hot tagged to the wrong corner. Like, you know, like that kind of thing. Like, I went back and watched the clip, and I'll tell you something. It's amazing how the shit that looks like it would really hurt you in a wrestling ring and that has tons of impact and everything is, like, not even – Coming close to hurting the uh, the wrestlers, but it's the stuff that looks super innocuous, and it's like, oh, okay, that was a boot to the head.
4: Yeah, like it's stuff like that.
1: Yeah, it's when it looks like it doesn't hurt that it usually does.
4: Yeah.
3: Speaking of speaking of Goose's spots, and this is the real real quick aside. Uh, if you guys, those of you who listen, haven't seen any of the G one on night two, I believe no, uh, night three. It was so it was night two the the A block. Um, it was Zack Saber Junior and, Co- and um. Uh, Okada, and Okada Tombstone Zach Sabre Jr., and he fucking took it on his neck. Oh my God, I almost threw up in my mouth. It was terrible. It was a so fucking I, sick looking spot. I,
0: I've got two things I want to say, and disagree all you want to, that's fine. In this day and age where people understand now the severity that concussions can have on somebody, the lasting impacts they can have, Yep. whether it's just one Concussion out of nowhere like I've never been concussed before and you and you get one I understand you want to be a legit operation and everything, but I I just want to say shame on AEW for I Get it. It's a it's a big event. It's a pay-per-view You know, she's a big star But at the same time man, protect your people when you know someone is concussed that bad especially when they're going to make a tag to the wrong corner you should be calling that match. That's that's my opinion. You should be stopping that and taking care of your people. Regardless of whether or not they say, I, I'm fine, I can go, I can go. When the referee can see, if the crowd can see it from a distance or from TV, a referee can see it. They're right in the ring. They're close up. If you're concussed that bad, that match should have been stopped. I get it. It would be a downer for the fans. Like, oh man, you know, we really wanted to see this match. But hey, we're going to get longevity out of the superstar because we're going to take care of them. We're going to stop this match. We're going to get this person some medical care that they need, which is obvious because they're going to the wrong corner. They can barely stand up. They're all loopy. They look like they're out of it. I, That's I, just my take on that. Shame on AEW. You should have stopped that match. You should have gotten her some help. And you know what the you thing is. You know what concussions can do.
1: You know what the thing is. I actually agree with you, Ransom, because we know about that stuff more so. And also, the fans... When a match gets stopped, wrestling fans do not get incredulous.
4: They don't.
2: Exactly. Like, no. good. They get no. like,
1: good, you made this call. We want you to get better. And they clap and <coughs> cheer and go, okay, let's move on.
4: They do. Just the well, same thing. Well, if on. anything, they do, you're going to get a bigger
0: that. pop and bigger respect from the fans because they're going to be like, hey, right. You're, you're right. right. They, you're kudos to this right. company for stopping this and taking care of their employee.
4: Exactly. It's the same thing as whenever at a. at a, Independent you know, contractor, in a full, not employee. Well, uh, well, in any case, regardless of that, um, it, it's the same as uh, during any regular sporting <laughs> event like football or hockey when there's a when there's Just a big say
3: about that, yes, sir. Yeah, yep.
4: ba- when there's a big injury like that, you know, um, e- regardless, even if you <coughs> hate, even if the Steelers and the and the Ravens are playing, and for those of you who aren't uh, familiar with that rivalry, I'm throwing that out there for the Pittsburgh market. But take local sports team A versus big rival B. Anytime regardless of you know who it is or anything like that, when there's like a bad injury and even if it's to the person on on an opposing team, you know, <clears> as <throat> a as a fan, you know, I may I may hate the Ravens, but you know, I don't I don't want to see somebody stretchered out. You know what I mean? Like no.
2: I, unless, you know, unless just,
3: it's Vontez Perfect. Any anything can happen to Tess Perfect, well, and I'd I'd be like, Yep, let's, you know let's do it. Get him uh, out of
2: here. You know I mean, what? regardless
0: I, of regardless of what team sorry. you affiliate yourself with, like right, these, are, these are people. They're, they're right, right. individuals, exactly. they're human people, and I'm not one of these progressive people that says everybody matters and everybody is the best and everybody should have everything. Far
3: on fucking from it. Far
0: uh, fucking uh, from it. Literally
1: that. the
3: opposite. Yes. Oh, literally
0: the opposite. Nope, you are what you make of yourself. Go fuck yourself. You shouldn't have everything just because somebody else does. But, well, regardless right. of that, it's, it's a person, it's a human yeah, regardless life. Is so whether, word. I didn't say regardless, I said regardless. Open your fucking ears, jackass. I'm if sorry, if put you... your mouth cl- mic closer <laughs> to your mouth. Oh like this? Is this better? Is this better? You <laughs> son of a bitch! You want a fucking yucky? Um,
2: <laughs> motherfucker!
0: you! <laughs> you should be taking care of these people because they're they're they have lot. Li- this isn't their like this isn't who they are. They're they they have lives outside of whatever sporting event they're in, whether it's football, baseball. You don't get well. I mean, you rarely get concussed in baseball because it's a pussy sport. Um. Wow. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Yeah. Shots fired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fucking. Hash fucking. Me truth and with Andy, ransom. And like. Fucking Andy Van Slake, fuck me. Um Andy no. Van like, so, I'm like geez, I my fucking I can't name 1992. On fucking... Holy yeah, you know shit, I mean, that's that's the last time I watched baseball. So, <laughs> that, that's that's my one thing. Shame on AEW, you should take well, care Well, and
3: your here's employee. the thing, I'm I'm not I'm, I'm <sighs> definitely not gonna disagree with you because, like I said, um, it's that's that's the one thing I think WWE does better than anybody is they protect. But here's the thing, whenever you're a referee. Yeah, like you got to see that, but at the same time, you are wearing about a dozen hats in that ring, so like it's easy to miss something like that. Um, and and you have to believe it's the talent when they say caution. Well, you have to believe the talent whenever they say I'm fine. You you sure, have to yes. have a little I, bit of trust there
2: I because NFL him.
3: refs do the same thing. NFL refs, you you, you can sit there on a Sunday. And see two guys, boom, head-on-head collide. And you go, I know they have a fucking concussion. They go into that blue tent where there are quote-unquote experts. Five minutes later, they're back on the field taking snaps. You know, yes, we as a society, I think, period, end of list, in in terms of sports, need to be more on top of that. Need to be say, okay, you know what? You got a dangerous hit, you're benched. You're gone, you're you're done for the night, whatever. It, It doesn't matter if it's a fucking handicap match or whatever. You gotta say this is it. We're done, and, and you're you're 100 right about that.
1: Speaking of things, when you say this is it, <laughs> later on in the event, uh, there was a match, and it was the Dark Order, formerly known as the Super Smash Brothers, uh, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson, versus uh, Angelico and Jack Evans. And what a fucking my, match! My, what a fucking my, match, man! My new favorite tag team in the universe with the best name ever. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, a boy and his dinosaur. A boy dinosaur. and his dinosaur. Yes. Fucking A, man. Fucking, fucking A. Can someone fire Marco Stunt, by the way?
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, who the yeah. hell is he anyway? Can anyways? someone
1: fire that idiot? Fucking, I, that's uh, the one thing I'll agree with. Nothing. Jim. I, will, uh, I will agree with Jim Cornette on that. Fire that idiot.
4: Who the hell is Marco Stunt Anyway,
1: some
2: asshole, no
1: 97-pound wrestler who looks like a stiff wind would destroy him. Like he well, looks like a 13-year-old. I, I had to I had to Google go him and
3: see if the, like like let's, I I had to Google him to see who the hell he was and if he could take a bump like he took.
4: Let's let's go easy on young-looking lightweight guys here, okay? Let's,
2: <laughs> let's, <I'm too laughs> oh right.
0: yeah, let's start out. I'm the only person on the Pittsburgh podcast. It's not offensive. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I wasn't
4: I
2: wasn't I'm, going that I'm, route, but I mean, fuck we it. Get too far on milk toast. Remember, I remember, just right. want
0: to say that I had. I had two two things I wanted to bring up. One was shame on you, AEW, Britt Baker. This that and the other thing, and I, I want to make a quick counter argument to beef on that. Yes, referees do wear a multitude of hats, but I, my opinion, again, so take it with whatever the fuck you want. Not drinking, um, irrelevant. For once, I, I, like I feel like the uh, referees. I feel like the referee's main objective in that match is to take care of the wrestlers. Yeah, they're there to do a lot of things. They you know, they got to pay attention to a lot of stuff. They got to have their head in the swivel, and I get that. But you should be taking care of the people that are in the ring. You're not a doctor, I, sure. But at the same token, if a wrestler says that they're fine and you can see that they're clearly not, fucking step up and do something about it. The second thing I wanted to say was, this harken back to the Undertaker-Roman Reigns match, I, I heard a lot of praise come towards the Undertaker for his performance in that match. And I am not... a the biggest fan in the world of dusty old men who full of green are, dust yeah it's freaking full of green you know, dust. Jesus Christ. dead man dusty dead man but it, holy crap wow the undertaker That's- looked better in this match than he has looked in a really long time and i know stupid michael Agreed. cole dying the tire fire always says you know, anytime the freaking old ass Undertaker's in the ring, this is the best he's ever looked. This is the best he's ever been. No, it's not Michael Cole, you dumb dumb. He's a wretched old man. He's not the best he's ever been. Have you seen look him at in his, the nineties? You look dumb at piece of shit. New hip, but yeah. at the same time, it's like holy crap. The Undertaker was on fire in that match. And if you compare, I don't understand how they're the same person. The Undertaker from the Goldberg match and the Undertaker from the Roman Reigns tag match. They're like two different people. Yep. He was spot on. He was fluid. He didn't botch anything. He didn't look blown up. He didn't look like he was mid fifties. Well, to be say, fair, like, he looked great. Uh to, be fair. To be fair.
4: uh to be fair, he did he did uh kind of botch his, his tombstone on Shane, but he covered it very well. He like he looked like he uh he played it off as if he was to like fake out Shane or if Shane like semi escaped and he grabbed him real quick and shook his head and said, Oh no, you don't, and then picked him back up and tombstone yeah. him. so uh, kudos yeah. to him on that uh the only thing i will say and i'm not going to try to make excuses for that for super suck fest because it was what it was and it's Super Bowl Saturday. yeah exactly but um it, there could have been a number of factors the the you know jet lag the heat everything like that but that again that is on wwe and the talent to better prepare like if you know you're flying over to Saudi Arabia. Get over there a day prior to combat the jet lag and stuff like that. If you acclimate yourself, acclim- yep. exactly. Trust me, we did that. We did that in the Marines. We go over into country. We were in Kuwait for like two weeks to acclimate ourselves to the surrounding area before we were actually feet on the ground, you know, in Iraq and shit. So don't tell me it can't be done. It can be done. But there's that. Well, and I've said um, it
3: before, and, and and I'll say it again. Wrestling's a ballet, man. Like it is. got to have two people in there who can go. And, and we've seen it all the time where you have two two great uh, – the, the most recent uh, example I can think of is AJ Styles and Ricochet. You have two great individual people, but when you put them together, it just, there, there, there's nothing. There, there's no charisma. There's no – nothing. Well,
4: and then, and so, then... so
3: like Goldberg, like, like when – when you're the Undertaker and you and, and and you have a limited moveset because of your age, you have to be in there who, some, with someone who's going to protect you, and that was not fucking fuck. Well, that, well I was going to say, that. Like never, McMahon. it was never
0: Goldberg. He no, was it never was. To never.
4: And to further, and to further, to further that point, you said you have you can have two great people in there. Well, there's only one great person in that match. Yep. That's and, re- that's he neither here nor there. But and, the other thing, the heat, um, yeah. uh, you know. Um, you meant you'd mentioned at the fight for the uh, 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 no no um, no. this goes back to something we (coughs) talked about um, the ring conditions at the wrestlemania or whatever that they didn't have the led because they didn't have the led boards because it was too cold and they had to have heaters under the ring well by the same token wwe could have prepared and had some sort of fans or air conditioners under the ring to combat the excessive Saudi Arabia desert temperatures, but exactly. But again, that's you know that's piss poor planning on their part and on the talents part for not getting there sooner to acclimate themselves. So it also
1: it also speaks volumes outside of the 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 conditions where they were wrestling. It speaks volumes to how often you hear uh, in shoot interviews or people talk about that. You know, you can have a worker like a Jericho. Like an Undertaker, like a uh, Stone Cold, you could have a a Ring General, like a, a yeah. like an absolute someone who could who could wrestle a broom. That is that term is thrown around a lot, and this speaks highly to the fact that it takes two to tango. And you hear them say that, you go like, I can't work with this guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like this guy or this gal, you can't work with them. You can't make someone look. Look like gold if they're a giant pile of fucking manure, you know. Yep. Yep. You just can't. Speaking of giant piles of manure, why don't we test our knowledge, you idiots, <laughs> and then talk a little more about Fight for the Fallen before we wrap up? What do you think? Hey, do I, we have you know?
0: any? Uh, do we have any stump the dum dums this this uh, we week? We do.
3: We do. No, we from do. From, yeah, our from our friend I, the Mid-Car Maniac. Yeah, from our friend the Mid-Car Maniac sent us another good one here. Um, you, um, I haven't know who. The- I,
4: I have a feeling I know who the midcard maniac is and I'm and I'm going to talk with beef about that off off air here. I'll say off air, off recording, whatever, you know. You know what I mean?
3: The one thing I'll say midcard maniac and I know cuz you listen to every single podcast and we appreciate it. But man, you got to start putting some spaces at some like hit the enter key <laughs> like 85 times in the answer one so that I don't see it as soon as I open up the email. I open up my email and I see the answer right away. So I have to preclude myself from it, but that's okay because so, okay. I will play the host again. Wait, hold on, wait. I gotta. <laughs>
2: wait on. <around to> go. <laughs> <laughs> and now for a segment of Stump the Chumps with your host, the worst
1: in the world.
3: <laughs> Mr. I
2: Mac support beef. that. I support beef. that too. I, the hey, legend.
1: Hey.
3: Hey you. Hey. You know what, newbie? I can take that from Ransom. I don't have to take that guff from you, sir. All no, right, so,
4: um... Well, you don't have to, but you will, because it's already recorded. <laughs> Be- okay, don't don't
3: so he- anger the sponsor, you asshole. Tom, you're yeah. doing a wonderful <laughs> job. Enough. Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> All right, so here's a question from the Midcard Maniac. Uh, and I'm just gonna read it verbatim. Steel cage matches are one of the most popular gimmick matches WWE has. In the 80s and 90s, we all remember the blue steel cage. <coughs> At what event was the final use of the blue cage, and who were the participants?
0: Ooh.
3: Um. Oh wow. You're and asking you know what? for I, what event and what event and whom and 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 I and I got to go back and apologize to the maniac. He did put a ton of spaces in here. It's just my stupid email brought up the first words that were there. So that's that's bad on Gmail. Um, now, are we Gmail talking about –
1: So are we talking about – Are we talking about when it was turned like from blue to black bars or when it went to chain link fence? I believe so.
3: No, well, I, I believe we're talking from blue to black.
4: I was going to say because they have they have brought they did bring back the uh, did they bring back the blue cage at one point as like a throwback thing. I like, think so. Like but, but, for but, like but that, some but, one-offs.
3: But, but but we're not including that. We're talking about like okay, like, you know well, was, the the like pay per view to pay per view use. This was the last event that it was used at, and these were the last two guys that them.
1: Okay the the last the last event it was used at when it was blue bars.
2: Yeah. Yes. Um, well, it was, do we have it it was
1: any any sort of hint? Late, I will give you, I, I,
3: I'm I sorry, go ahead, Poop.
1: I was going to say it wasn't until the product got edgier that they changed it. So I'm going to say it was somewhere in the late, late 90s.
3: You're not wrong. I will Ooh. tell you this, and, and Maniac, the Maniac didn't give me any hints, but I'm going to throw this one at you. It, it It is a major pay-per-view.
4: A major pay-per-view. A so major pay-per-view. One of the big four? One of the big four?
3: One
4: of the big four. Okay.
1: Ooh, boy. And that's all you're getting. Okay. So it wasn't some, like, weird... It wasn't some, like, weird bullshit-like... Um, no,
3: in your house. It, it, yeah, it was,
1: wasn't it was like some, some weird house, bullshit, was... like one off, like the St. Valentine's Day Massacre or some shit.
4: No,
3: no. Okay. And actually, so, that one had the Black Cage. Believe it or not, I remember that shit. I, I thought, I thought St. Valentine.
4: uh yeah, yeah. You're right. I was gonna say I thought St. Valentine's Day Massacre was the Chain Link, but no, that was Black Cage. You're right.
3: Yeah, I can't say more about it because I could give the answer. I'm not gonna give the answer away, but it, but it, but it would give you a better timing time date uh, time date aspect. So yeah, no
4: um okay so it's one of the big four so let me think have there been any was there any cage matches at the royal rumble in the late 90s i don't think so i don't think it's royal rumble and and ransom please feel free to chime in and talk over me because I, i'm just kind of bouncing it off of you and poot here i i don't know i don't have an idea yet um so it's so it's probably not the Royal Rumble. <sighs> no. Um, um what about what about what about WrestleMania cage matches cuz there haven't been many, have there?
2: I
3: don't very fucking few. I was
2: very very there's been There's the,
1: not been a lot.
4: the, you know the, the last Since one it's... that it comes to mind for me a cage match was well there was Shane and Undertaker and then there was um tri- uh, Triple H and Taker for the end of an era match was that was that hell in a cell or a cage
3: you know
1: what i'm gonna i'm just gonna put myself out there because i'm sitting here trying to like beautiful mind this and i'm just gonna (laughs) go with it was a uh wait um i'm gonna go with a survivor series no that's not one of the big four i'm an asshole no that's one of the big no it is that's yeah. um, you know yeah. what? I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring because if we all say a different one, we have three out of four chances. I'm gonna go with Survivor, <laughs> Survivor Series.
4: Okay, I'm. I'm gonna say a WrestleMania.
0: I. I, oh, I, I have no idea what event it was. The, the SummerSlam.
3: No. Um. I don't think
0: <laughs> no, this match happened though. I don't think you said it wasn't a Saint Valentine's Day Massacre.
3: It was not a one-off, and it was a, it, it, it. It was, it was a, a major paper. It was a big four. Okay. Big
0: four. Now, see the the last one that I can remember was the one where um, Austin, it was Austin versus McMahon, and uh, when McMahon took that bump off the cage and into the that uh, was the table a black one. His... That
1: was that was at the um, that was at St. Valentine's Day massacre.
0: Oh, because that's when yeah, big that's, Show that's, the that, that's the last one. That's the last one that I'm remembering and.
2: But that I was can't black remember
3: page. when it. I can't remember when it changed from black to blue. And that, I'll give you another mini hint. That may have been the first inception of the black page at a pay per view, if not the first, very close to it. Okay. If I'm remembering my years correctly.
4: So, all right, uh, it's got to be either. Survivor Series, WrestleMania, or I'm gonna say SummerSlam because SummerSlam's coming up, so that'd be an apropos question. I don't think there is any cage matches at a Royal Rumble to that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, I know I already said WrestleMania, so I don't know. Um,
3: what do you think, Brain Trust? Give me, give me
4: an event and give me a year. Oh, a year? Fuck you. Oh
1: yeah. Um, all right, 1998 Survivor Series.
4: No. Um ninety ninety nine SummerSlam.
3: No.
0: Ninety nine WrestleMania.
3: Nope. It was SummerSlam nineteen
2: ninety seven. Ah okay. now, all right.
3: who were who were the guys in this match? And the hint they'll give you is they were no Oakes. These guys are uh, Brent Nowen <laughs> Nope.
0: The rock um, and mankind. Hang on.
4: Nope. Okay, now if I remember correctly, didn't you say SummerSlam '96 in a previous hot tag trivia question list? Well, no, hold oh. on, hold on. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking
3: He's working. He's beautiful, working minding
4: it. I'm, I'm fucking ransoming it. I'm taking the detour right now. Yes, um, do it. Yeah. So, okay, so '96 was uh, Vader and Michaels, if For, I remember correctly.
3: Uh, That may have been 95, but go on.
4: I thought it was 96 because I thought that was, I thought that came up in a hot tag trivia question. Um, whenever we asked about Vader, Vader being the first, uh, American, uh, IWGP champion. Anyway, so 95 or 96. So I'm going to guess, I want to say Michaels was one of the participants in this, in this. Uh, question that the Midcard Maniac asked us, so I'm gonna say one of them was Michael's.
3: I can officially say great job to the Maniac. Mr. Midcard Maniac, you have stumped the chumps.
1: Uh, <laughs> it was SummerSum
3: 1997. <laughs> it was Mankind versus Triple
0: H. Oh Ugh. shit. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't remember that match. Well, let's
3: keep the. Neither idea-
1: do I, but it, but it was a good feud. Let's yes, the, go on. Let's keep the idiocy going. Let's do hot tag trivia.
4: Well, hey, good no job, big card maniac. Uh, I want
1: to uh, ask. Yeah, Beef. right. I want to ask Beef.
4: Okay, I oh, don't care top. who I ask. Okay, then I guess I'm asking uh, Ransom again. All right, or... so I got
0: the pooters. Bagu. All go right.
2: ahead, All right,
1: started off there, poot. You want me to start it off? All right, so Beef. Fight for the Fallen was a really, really great pay per view, and we all absolutely love um uh kenny omega we love kenny omega right guys this question yes. is about the honky talk oh, man you know, we lo- <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you guys need to stop giving me shit about that i'm not look you know it's just give me a crap all right um no so kenny omega you know when he was over in japan he had different music by the way beef i listened to more of his current music like it a lot better um right and uh you know the music that's written is really great, and there's always wonderful composers. So if you can tell me, Beef, Bobby Lashley, he uh, he, was <laughs> in, um, he was in... He was in... What was Bobby Lashley's record in his MMA career? And also, bonus points if you can give me one of his other nicknames.
3: <laughs> wow. Ooh. Okay. Um, I just
1: want his record. Oh.
3: I want... Okay. I want his total match. Let me give you the bonus. I want yeah, let me. To- let me give you the bonus first right. because he was known as he was he was known as the boss in TNA oh. because I remember whenever him and Sasha did the mixed match tag match they, were, they they were the boss club or the boss connection or whatever. All right.
1: That's that's fair. That's one of them. You want to hear the other 3 for giggles? They're pretty good. Yeah. The yes. domi- One is the dominator. One is the yep. real heel deal. <laughs> I, <laughs> I remember that. And now great. here's Here's my favorite one, because it's so fucking stupid. The Pressure Cooker.
3: Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, who should come out and call himself the Real Deal Heel? That would Dude, be amazing. The was, real, was that real Deal the, Heel.
4: The Real Deal Heel. Was that whenever he was in TNA? The Real Heel Deal. Sorry. Sorry, Real Heel okay.
1: Deal. Mm. Yeah.
4: Was, was that was that whenever he was in TNA? Because I think I remember that.
1: The real heel deal. Like, I love the almighty, but, like, man, I'd love to hear the pressure cooker. <laughs>
2: oh.
1: <laughs> but no. Give me his total matches, and what was the win-loss ratio?
3: All right, so Jeez. I'm pretty sure he was more successful than CM Punk. I'm, I'm fairly certain of that. And that, and that, that, so. that, that. That doesn't take a lot. That doesn't take a lot. As <laughs> I remember... Because cause Batista, I think, did MMA as well, and he wasn't that good at it either. But I think I Lashley it. had... I I know he had some wins. Uh, I, I think it might even be more than a couple. Um, as far <laughs> as his record goes, I will go... Uh, he was not gone for that long, and MMA has big, long spaces in between their matches. Uh, I'm going to go... I don't even know. Uh, three and two, and whatever that win percentage would be. Uh, well, I mean, what's just what's the ratio, five? not the percentage. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, I yeah. think I think I think he's 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 three and two. So
1: total matches five, three and two, with wins getting the favor, right? Right. That's your final answer. Yes. Okay. Uh, you are wildly incorrect. He had a total of seventeen matches. Okay. And he had, ready for this, 15 wins. Wow. Get the fuck out of here. By knockout, four of them. By submission, eight of them. By decision, three of them. He had two losses, one knockout, one decision.
2: Wow. wow. And that covered, that covered
1: that covered Strike Force, that covered Titan Fighting Championships, shark fights, which is hilarious. Various <laughs> other promotions like uh, Super Fight Bump League, fights. <laughs> Super Fight League, and then of course his big reign was Bellator MMA.
4: Okay, Bobby Lashley. Wow. Is a, wow. Bobby, Good you want to you, you want to
1: talk about someone who should be billed as a legit fighter and a legit contender to fucking Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley?
3: Yeah, no joke. They botched yeah. that real hard. I thought I thought for sure that it would yep. be Lashley versus uh Lesnar Summerslam, but right. here we are. Uh so I'm gonna send All right, it, so.
1: I'm, I'm gonna send it over to Beef and I'm gonna run have piss. <clears throat> you
3: have a piss mm. then. Tiger Bomb, Tom. This is for you, sir.
4: All right, hold on. So. Let, let me t- hold on, let me turn off the because 'cause I've uh, I've been braun Strowman in it and I've been uh grinding on Brave Fencer Musashi for my next stream. So go <laughs> ahead.
2: <laughs> okay, All right, there we so. go.
3: Um, <laughs>
4: I kid you not. I was, I was literally playing it with the volume down in the background, just running around and grinding and killing enemies and shit. So my, my we, I, 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 fucking no days off here.
3: <laughs> no worries. I, I, I definitely get that. So we have uh, at, uh, fight, at uh, fight for the Fallen uh, a great match at the end of the card, which I still haven't finished. But it was a pretty good match uh, between two sets of brothers, uh, yep. the Rhodes Brothers and uh, the Brothers Jackson. Um so wrestling brothers like real life brothers not not like kayfabe brothers but like wrestling brothers uh, are uh, are are a big thing for tag teams.
2: Okay. Uh,
3: so we're going to talk about one of my favorites which is the Steiner brothers. Okay. Now the Steiner brothers were wildly <laughs> successful in uh in college uh where they wrestled uh at and this is part one of the question what school did they wrestle Michigan. at? Michigan. They did. So um, the, that was a softball. That, 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 that was a softball getting you warmed up. Can you warmed up it's all good bro? Okay. So um, the Steiner <laughs> Brothers uh, did not debut together. Uh, Rick Steiner was actually um, more acclaimed in, uh, in, in, in um, amateur wrestling than his brother. So Rick Steiner actually had the first uh, the, the, the debut. Who was Rick Steiner with? I will take the name of the people or the name of the stable. You can give me one, all or any.
4: Oh, I have I have no fucking clue. <laughs>
3: this is a good one. Ransom, you want to take a, you want you want to take a stab at it? you no idea. do really good with these off the wall. Okay. Nope, so I have no it idea. was it was the varsity club uh, which was uh, headed up by um Oh fuck. Um, Kevin Sullivan. Wow. Uh, headed <laughs> up by Kevin Sullivan, but cool. he also tagged Wait. with this man
4: so, oh, sorry, what what hasn't Kevin Sullivan had as far as like fucking gimmick stables and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, right. Like, the, He's... the Dungeon of Doom and
3: Dungeon of Doom. Yeah, man. I, I, now,
4: now all I am is picturing like old Rick Steiner, like like before before Scott became Big Papa Pump and like he became like just older Rick Steiner. I'm picturing like young debuting Rick Steiner with like the the Kevin Sullivan Dungeon of Doom bullshit marker <laughs> on his forehead now, but go ahead.
3: Right? Um, so, uh, you know, WCW is always great for its gimmicks. That's why they debut with WCW. But, so Rick Steiner... Uh, so Kevin Sullivan headed up the Varsity Club where Rick Steiner tagged with this man who um, is a father to Wrestling Brothers now. Who was that man? Far too.
4: I, I have no clue, so I would... Um... Do I have... Can you give me any sort of hints?
3: I'm back. With oh, no, question. dude. I gave, you, I gave you the biggest hint of all. So, so we were talking about the Steiner brothers, and I said okay. that Rick debuted before Scott, Yeah. And he debuted with the Varsity Club. That was part one. Sure. Um, Kevin Sullivan was the head of the Varsity Club, and Rick Steiner tagged with this gentleman, who is the father to wrestling brothers now, who was the guy he tagged with.
4: I'm going to guess Rikishi. I don't know.
3: Nope. Um, but, uh, but not Fatu.
4: And not Fatu.
1: <laughs> we're... Uh... Were Nick and Matt Jackson were there? Was their dad in wrestling? <laughs> no, no. Um, what about? Um, let's see, wrestling brothers. What about the? What about the? Uh, what about the uh, what about the uh, about the, di- the, uh, the
4: dicks?
3: Nope. On so the debut, of- what, other- about, what about
4: what about the Briscoes?
3: <laughs> nope. I was, so I, I tried to find a Briscoe question, but I couldn't find a good one. So he tagged with the man who is father to. None other than Bray Wyatt,
2: Oh, oh son yeah. of a and bitch. his
3: brother Bo Dallas, uh, Mike Rotunda, who later became IRS, who the Snyder brothers later it. rooted with in WWF. So comes, there is your brother tag team trivia for the night. He comes, well,
1: he comes back around again, man. We love him for trivia. Yeah, yeah
2: we do. Right? Rotunda,
4: I know, right? Mike Rotunda's
1: uh, done a lot of cool
3: stuff.
4: He really has. He sure actually. has. I I really did enjoy him as IRS, and I I enjoyed. Uh, it was him a and, great gimmick, uh, man. Oh yeah, and and him and Ted DiBiase and the Money Inc. tag team was nope. Oh, oh hell yeah, it was great. Oh hell
0: yeah. Is perfect he a hall? Is he a hall of, of famer yet? Who?
4: He is not. No, I, mean, I believe My so.
0: Rotunda. boy, really? He he he's be. not.
4: He should be. I don't think so. I, well, we're gonna have to look that up afterwards. Anyway, on it. Okay.
3: All
2: right, well, Tom, that, I was gonna say me.
4: you do. You do that. Um, uh, all right, Ransom. Well, uh, in the vein of. Uh, titles long forgotten. I, oh, I no. pretty much came to keep coming around either the hardcore title or the European. Last week, you got a hardcore title question. Well, this week, you're getting another one because I'm like WWE creative right now and I'm gonna fucking ride this out until it's just buried. So, all right, <laughs> hardcore championship simple question who had the longest hardcore championship reign? Bonus question, part two. If you can give me how long, but. Longest hardcore title reign. Uh, We're, Mike a
3: not in the Hall of Fame. Go on.
4: <laughs> no. Mike we've we've, discuss, we've we've discussed before who had the most reigns, and we talked about the women that won it and stuff like that, but the longest hardcore title reign.
0: Longest hardcore? Is this strictly... I can't. I don't know if any other promotions have hardcore t- Is this no, strictly the, WWE?
4: Yes, the WWE Hardcore Championship. Who had the longest reign?
0: Why? Jeez, I I want to say Raven, but I know it's not Raven.
4: I I will tell you that you are incorrect. You are correct in that assumption that it is not Raven who Hard had the title. most.
0: <sighs> Who was around? now? Can you if, tell me when the hardcore title showed up? Like what year? Um, was it like ninety seven, ninety
4: eight? It was actually uh, Mr. McMahon awarded Mankind the WWF Hardcore Championship on November second, nineteen ninety eight. Um, and oh, that's right because
0: it was the it was the winged it was the eagle belt that was busted up. So that was after yes. Shawn Michaels had the title
4: yes and and i'll give you a clue and this may or may not help you may help you a lot uh the person that mankind lost the title to may or may not be the answer to this question
1: that is mankind lost the title to. you know what I, i i while ransom's thinking i'm sitting here and i have four people in mind
4: Okay, well, let me, uh, uh, let dude, me see. I think,
3: I think I know exactly who it is.
4: Okay, well, I'm going to ask Beef last if Ransom doesn't get it because Beef usually blusters this shit, so. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's going to nerd flex then. And... Part of me thinks it.
1: Part of me. <sighs> That's okay. It'll be Big... easier for him to flex without that belt
2: on his shoulder.
0: Oh! Part of me wants to say oh, Big Christ. Boss Man, but I don't think Big Boss Man was there at that time. I, for some reason, I thought he came back after like after that so that was so is this the first person to beat Mankind for the title uh yes um it's not boss man it's not Raven Ken Shamrock comes to mind it's not Shamrock ugh Two people really stick out to me, and for some reason, I think it's—I think it's the one and not the other. I, um, freaking Al Snow comes to mind, and Steve Blackman comes to mind, but I don't think it was Al Snow, so I'm going to take a shot and say Steve Blackman.
4: Is that your final answer?
0: Uh, I can't think of anybody else, so I'm going to say yes. That's final.
4: Okay, it was not Steve Blackman. Balls. Uh, oh, you wanna—you wanna hazard a guess at all? If he's there. I think I, I think I heard him talking to somebody in the background. Okay. No problem. All
1: right. Yeah, yeah, why why.
4: Okay. Um Poot, uh would All you right. like to hazard a so guess? I won't The people Go ahead.
1: the people I have in my head are Raven, Rhino, Al Snow, and the boss man.
4: Okay. They're the um, four
1: I have in my head.
4: Okay, D- did you get to hear Ransom's answer or no?
1: No. I'm sorry, I was my
4: uh that's I, okay.
1: I, I, I had to step away for a second. What's up?
4: No, that's okay. What I can tell. It? Um uh he guessed Steve Blackman and he guessed that was Steve Blackman. And and that was incorrect.
1: I I remember that in the early days of the, the hardcore belt it didn't flip flop as fast as it did later. I'm I'll go out on a limb. I'll say, uh,
4: I'll go with, I'll go with
1: Al Snow.
4: It was not Al Snow. Ah. Beef. Would you like to take a guess? I and you, would. And you don't so, have to flex. Just, to just give me an answer.
3: I <laughs> have, I, I have two in my, I have, I have two in my head. Um okay. Bossman immediately comes to mind because he was around with the corporation at that point. And the corporation did boot McFully pretty early on after the whole rock debacle. Now that damn I get it. my answer, I'm looking this up. <laughs> okay. So, but I don't think he beat mankind for. I think it was Hardcore Holly.
4: Final answer.
3: Oh, wh- oh. final answer.
4: Okay, well, uh, you guys should have gone with your gut instinct because it was Big
3: Oh man. Man.
1: damn oh, it! Damn it! I just looked after. after-
4: Yep, after after Mankind lost the uh, the title to Big Boss Man, he never attempted to recapture it, uh, mainly because of the main event push he received shortly afterward. And Big Boss Man had a reign of... Now Poot doesn't get to guess this because he looked it up. Uh, You want to hazard a guess how long, Ransom? No. Just take a stab in the dark.
0: Uh, 54 days. Beef?
3: I will say... Two hundred days. No, that's too long. One hundred fifty days. All right.
4: Well, beef was uh, beef. You're way off. Ransom, you you uh, underestimated. He's in the Who? ballpark.
3: You, can yeah. I give it away?
1: Um. Go ahead, champ. All right. Thank you. That'd be ninety-seven days.
4: Respectable. Ninety-seven days. And
1: I. Was, I will say this. I looked it up. I was damn close. Al Snow was ninety-one. Yep. He was number two, and then Rob Van Dam. Then Steve Blackman with eighty nine, then Road Dog with sixty one, Undertaker with fifty eight. Um, I
4: didn't. I didn't even realize that Undertaker was a <laughs> yeah, hardcore champion. Like, yeah, me either.
2: Uh, Is
3: then, that legit? Yeah, it's legit. Uh, I feel like maybe Doctor. I don't think the Undertaker ever, ever, ever has um, a no. he After, held the hardcore title. No, looking, he held well, it one time.
4: We're, we're looking at two... Um, I'm sure we're looking at two different things with it, like... Um, oh, probably
3: the I, American Badass, I bet. Well,
4: I was going to say, after the Invasion storyline, The Undertaker won the title from Van Dam. He defended it against numerous opponents. Um, huh. With the And he usually kind of assaulted them afterwards, with the exception of the Big Show. Uh, the Undertaker was not challenged by others under the 24-7 rule. Um, so, yeah. Where the so fuck was Park Holly?
3: How does... How does a guy like Hardcore Hall get his namesake if he has the title for, like, a cup of coffee? Damn.
4: Yeah. But there that's, you go. That's All right.
1: One. Champ is on the chopping block. Bring it, Ransom.
0: Okay. So, there's, in you know, professional wrestling, there has been lots of different gimmicks and stipulations to title matches or matches in general. Um, One of those that are either wildly successful or colossal flops in my opinion, are the submission matches. Alright. For submission matches, you either get a really good one, or you get a stinker.
2: Yeah. For some reason, I
0: don't know why they put people in submission matches that don't have submission moves. No idea. Haven't seen one of those in a while. I know, right? So, when you think of the greatest submission matches there are, a couple do come to mind. So, Poot, I want you to tell me in WCW, which teams had the longest reigning tag team championships?
2: <laughs> wait, 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 wait,
1: wait.
0: Uh, He pulled up. That's my gimmick, you gimmick thieving asshole. Mr. Gimmicks, baby. So wait, I want the so top three. Top three teams that have the longest combined reigns. Longest okay. so combined? It, it, can be, it can be. It can be. They could have multiple reigns. But I want the top three in combination of longest days as tag team champions.
2: Ooh.
0: Wow. Damn. Wow, that is I feel like this was meant for beef. Well, you that's wanted to give it you wanted to ask beef, so you got this one.
3: That's a that's a fucking deep cut, yeah, because that's those those titles go back. Look, after that one that you threw at me with the oh, I
0: can't God. even remember what the what the, the question was. The, the gold was. dust was, trio. It was in the freaking 1920s. Oh, the like, I okay. All right all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Back when wrestling, what's that the Connie show? Turn the turn about the fair play. All right, so
1: you want you want the entire history of WCW?
0: In the entire history of WCW, oh. one of the top three teams for that held the, the longest tag team title reigns.
3: You should you, you should have two of them, right? Like, right at the tip of your tongue, tongue man. Like, you should you should know have two of these tunes.
4: I have two right off the top of my head. Yeah,
3: too. so do I. You okay, now, now, now,
1: now, now, hold on.
4: I
3: won't How, say. But I don't know.
1: How far back are we going? Are we going NWA? Like, are we going, like, are you, like, really, like, pushing this in? Like, here? Like... Because WCW technically like was under the NWA, so like NWA titles back in like the WCW, WCCW days, like those were, like these
0: WCW these titles. were these were not titled as NWA titles. This is regardless okay. of whether or not it's, so in, it's in NWA time. These are titled WCW Tag Team Champions. The, like the they're World not, Tag Team Championship. Yes. WCW World Tag Team Champions. Okay. So we. we can, WCW was part of the National Wrestling Alliance, but these were not NWA Tag Team Championships. So these were WCW Tag Team Championships.
1: So there's, so there's no like shenanigans with like, oh, they, you know, goofy
0: BS. No. No. These are these are WCW tag team titles. Okay.
4: Oh jeez, fuck! You Tom. should you should have one right off the top of your head, Poot.
3: Yeah, there oh. there there are two that 100 percent should be like on the tip of your tongue.
0: But hey, how about you guys try to help and let him answer? I
3: could be I could be totally wrong too, but there 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 are two that are in my mind. Like okay, so. I, to, be I fair. Really, to be fair, I really want to say, I really by wa- your own admission, you're not, you're not, you're not a big WCW guy, right? I'm not a right? huge WCW
1: okay. guy at all. Like, I I want to say, okay, I want to say, like the two that jump into my mind <sighs> that immediately are there, I'm gonna go with the outsiders. As one of them. Um, If we're talking WCW... I'm going to go with... You know what? I'll go... I'm going to give you another obvious one that I think is is the case. So I'm saying the Outsiders. I'm going to say the Steiners. No. No. I'm going to say... Yeah, I'm okay. I'm gonna say the Steiners, the Outsiders. I'm gonna go deep cut on this one. Doom.
0: Those are your three.
1: Oh, are there? Are, three. Oh, oh, I three. I thought there were four. I won. I won top three. You? Oh, okay. I thought you wanted four. I don't know why I had nope. it in my head is four. All right. Top so, three. I'm gonna go with Doom, the Outsiders. And
0: Harlem Heat. Okay. So. All right. We'll do this and then I'll let the other two schmucks take a gander. Okay. You, Poot, are within the top ten. The Outsiders are number ten with 244
3: combined days. Wow. I thought they were number one. Okay. That's why I'm like,
0: I, I, wow. Wow. Doom is number eight, with two hundred and eighty-two combined days. Wow. And who was your third guess? The Steiners.
4: No, he said Harlem Heat.
0: I said Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat. That
4: was that was the one I was saying that you. Yeah,
0: Harlem Heat. Gonna- Harlem Heat is in the top three. Harlem Heat is number three with four hundred and seventy right. days. With with the Wow, of they're this, number three. Damn, with,
1: they're number with three. The, with the breath of this category, I will take getting one of those. Yeah. And I think I so, deserve I deserve some street cred for throwing out Doom.
2: Yeah, you Oh yeah,
0: one hundred percent. I would never have thought of that. So we're still that. looking for number two and number one. Uh Tom, you have uh, has a hazard a guess of number two and number one.
4: Uh number two now see, I don't know if this I don't know if this goes back to it being NWA championships or not. We I determined I could be that it or, is
1: not. No, no, it no, no, no. I'm saying I d I do
4: don't remember I don't remember if this tag team holding this championship. I don't remember if they held it in WCW or NWA. I want to say one of my three would be uh, the Horsemen, um, but I think I'm wrong on that. So
3: I mean, that's, a, that's that's a pretty broad category because there were like five itinerations of the Horsemen. Each of well, them had okay. different tag
4: team. The uh, uh, like the Ric Flair Arn
0: Anderson. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll let you. I'll play. let you guess the Horsemen in general, if you if you would like. I was gonna say
1: there's the Horsemen. There's like the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. There's nah, there, I, I'm like, gonna
0: there's
1: I'm stuff gonna guess like that.
0: Okay,
4: I'm gonna guess one of them is the Horsemen. Although I don't know if that's gonna be in top three, but I'm just gonna what? throw it out there. Wasn't there a
0: team um, with like
1: Baron von Raschke and shit like that? Like
0: there was a team with that, but that's that's not top two. So that's one of your um, guesses. Who's the other one?
4: Um. Okay, let me think here. Um, how how long did you say Harlem Heat had the titles combined? 470 days. Okay. 10 what? title reigns. 10 title reigns for 470 days. Wow. I knew they had I knew they had like 9 or 10 title reigns. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, they they have a ton. I'm going to I'm going to venture a guess and say they had the most in general, but um Um uh, because we mentioned them before, I'm gonna say they're probably in the top ten. I'm gonna say the Hollywood Blondes. And you
0: so uh, got two. Who already got number three, which was Harlem Heat. So I just yeah. need two from you.
4: Yeah, um fuck it. Hollywood blondes and horsemen.
0: Both are incorrect.
4: Yeah. Each? Are either one of them in the top ten? <sighs>
0: Barn Anderson, and Tully anymore. Blanchard are at number six. Yeah, that's, yes. that's what I was thinking.
3: Anderson Anderson, yeah, a- Anderson and Blanchard, yep, that was, that was what I was... so The, the Hollywood, Hollywood Blondes team, come in at number 18. What's that? The Hollywood that's Blondes come in at number 18.
4: Well, goddamn.
3: So, the Outsiders were my first thought. I, I thought they held them for a lot longer than they must have. The uh, Harlem Heat came Maybe in Maybe it just at, felt uh, longer.
2: I now, guess, keep in right? mind,
0: too, the WCW Tag Team titles also made an appearance in WWE. Ah, oh, for right. fuck's sake. Oh, get fucked. Whether or not that influences your answer or not, no they were there's the no WCW way that... Tag, Team... Tag Team Championships in WWE.
3: Shane there's, McMahon there's no and way way Chronic... No, there's, there's no way that Chronic held those titles that long. Um, actually... So... Here, So here's a breaking point, because Chronic, I believe, were the last team to hold the titles in WCW, and there was a a, 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 a little bit of a break, and they didn't lose them until they lost them to the Brothers of Destruction. <sighs> How many times did they hold the titles? Because I, I can't imagine it was more than 400 days.
4: Just guess them. Fuck it.
2: Do it.
3: N- no. Well, Do it. Okay, I'll... I'll throw I'll throw one out. Uh, yes, I I will say Brian Clark and Brian Adams Chronic. Um, for my other one, I believe the Road Warriors slash Legion of Doom.
0: I have no idea where Chronic falls. I'm not I'm not digging into them, but yeah. it's definitely not them. Um, the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors came in at number twenty two. Wow. Oh. Wow. With 155 wow. days. Below number two with blonds. Wow, somebody somebody said it earlier, but it they didn't get It started too, but they did Steiner's Steiner Brothers are number two with Damn 520 it. days. Damn. Wow. Okay. And I'll give a little. Uh, I'll give. I'll give one bonus point, ten beef coins to Poot, for throwing out this name, which is the number one answer. The Minnesota Wrecking Crew. No way. Wow. 900- Nine hundred and ninety-two combined days.
3: Wow! Wow, dude, you okay. were was... you were fucking dancing all around dude, that man. That, that's was, what that I... was good sports, man. That's what I, I did. Give. That's I what I, give I give
1: did a... with my picks for the event this past weekend. the The ones that I the like the ones that I said like the like I called. I was like, man, they're gonna have all the gold, the new day, and I didn't do it. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, it's... let me let me
0: ask you this <sighs> here too. Darn it.
4: Wait, who, who was part of the Minnesota Wrecking Crew in WCW? Well,
0: let, uh, hold on. Let me ask my second part of this, and then I'll, I'll tell you who the Minnesota Wrecking <laughs> okay. Crew was. Okay. All right. Second part of this question, bonus points to anybody who can give me the wrestler. I'm looking for one dude who had the longest tag team title reigns. Uh, like one eight, guy? One guy. He had eight tag team title reigns. For so, one thousand one hundred and sixty-two combined days, I want the name of that wrestler in WCW. In WCW, in WCW. well, get fuck. Maybe not in WCW. Uh, what tag team fu- champion for that amount of days? Oh wow! Fuck. Across all brand,
3: I'm confused. Yeah. Well, I mean, That's I mean, it's got to be Booker T, right? Like you, you. you You figure Booker T, I I don't know, though. Like, I don't know who else it could Um, be. I'll I'll say Booker T.
0: Tom or Poot? I'm not going to say if that's right or wrong. I just want to know what your guesses are.
1: I, like, so you want to, so you want,
0: this is in WCW. Like, it's. This wrestler held the WCW tag team championships 100 and I'm sorry 1162 days
4: across whatever combined. brands
0: across whatever brands the WCW tag team championships ever went. Wow. Okay. Um eight I, reigns 100 well, I'm sorry 1162 days.
4: See that's that's the thing. I don't even know who was part of the Minnesota wrecking crew cuz I was going to say it's probably it's probably one of the dudes that's in there, but I don't know who was in there, so that doesn't um, help.
1: Well, then if, if we're going off of the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, by the way, that was the Andersons. That was Ole and Gene. Um, Ole
4: and Gene?
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I know that. So I'm going to go with, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go with Ole Anderson.
0: Uh, who's left, Tom? Yeah.
4: Um, yeah. Th- th- fuck it. That, I don't know.
0: Okay, so the members of the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, Gene Anderson, Lars Anderson, Arn Anderson, and Ole Anderson. Okay. Oh, it's Arn, isn't it? It's It's probably Arn, Arn, yeah. Beef, you came in number 10, Booker T. Number nine was Scott Steiner. Number eight, Greg Valentine. Number seven, Arn Anderson. Number six, Kevin Nash. Number five, Ricky Steamboat. Number four, which surprised me, Scott Hall. Number three, Rick Steiner. Number two, Gene Anderson. And our Choose Your Way champion chose it right. Number one, Ole Anderson. Ole
1: Anderson. Wow,
0: look at that. Good job, Poot. Oh, I got 10 beef
1: coins, baby. Sure did. All right. Wow. Baby. Got, you know what, guys? Honestly... First of all, number one, round of applause to all of us, I think, for good questions, especially directed towards the madman, Alec Ransom. That was a great question. Yeah, 100 percent That was that
3: was a like,
1: yeah, man. That was a banger of a question, dude. I love that. Um, but I uh, guys, I think we've been going, we've been pushing for an hour and a half. You guys got <sighs> anything left you want to talk about? I know we didn't really touch on uh, Fight for the Fallen too much, but it was just good. Like I, I enjoyed one it. Thing-
0: I do want to touch on one thing real quick. Was, and I, I don't think it was televised on. The Bleacher Report app. Oh, it was. Oh, was it? Okay, but yeah, I wanna I wanna touch on the promo that Cody Rhodes cut,
2: throwing shade
0: at WWE for putting on an event the same night to try to draw membership away from an event that was benefiting.
4: The victims of guy, yeah, victims of gun violence.
0: Now, so that, that's and you know what, and I'll say this for all the you know different shade that WW, WWE throws at AEW and AEW throws back at WWE, Cody smashing the the throne, and you know, Triple H saying at the Hall of Fame ceremony, he'll Vince McMahon will buy that rinky dink company just to fire Billy Gunn again. I believe that this shade thrown by Cody and AEW at WWE is justified for an event that the proceeds are going to benefit victims of gun violence strictly to tear strictly to tear viewership away an event on the same night i think if it was any other event i would have been like meh dick move but i get it it's it's a ratings battle but this event in particular a charity event i think that was a classless act by wwe
3: now I here's agree. the thing. As here's a, here's the thing. Are you going to reference I Shayna Baszler? No. The the huh? Uh, the oh. one thing I'll, I'll I'll say is this: is that yes, you're right, but the bleachy Report broadcast, the fight broadcast, they were all free, so none of those eyes on screen on pay per view had a damn thing to do about the the, the, the the charity. It was all the people in the arena itself. So you could argue that, because this event's been sold out for some time, you could argue that, yes, it was kind of a slimy move, but them tearing away the viewers from Bleacher Report and from the Fight app, etc. did no financial harm to the actual charitable event, yeah,
0: That's I'll give enough. you that. Yeah, but, 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 but. I, I'll give you that, and I agree with that. But it's just, well, it, I don't know. I, I think from a moral standpoint, me it it makes me think less of WWE, and I get it. It's it was free; nobody bought it on you know television to watch. But right. I don't know. It just it well, seems like a, a dick slime bomb.
1: There's there's two things. I agree with you. It is kind of a dick slime ball move. Not even kind of. It is. But number one. Um, number one, Shayna Baszler went, uh, took to Twitter whenever this happened. And I think it's weird that Shayna Baszler was the one that was championing this, but she went on there and said, you honestly think that spur of the moment they put together this event last minute just to mess with the small... I'm paraphrasing here, I'm not quoting. But it's like, she basically said, you're saying that they put together this event and coordinated it and got it all together and booked the place at last minute and blah, 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 blah. They've apparently, her argument was to have these events go off and have them go correctly, they have to be booked well in advance. So just because the public didn't know about it doesn't mean it didn't exist and she was basically placing the impetus on a w booking it on the same time so that they could make the argument that they're being counter-programmed now i don't agree with that it is very coincidental that wwe announced this event so close to fight for the fallen they're like oh what a coincidence it's at the exact same time on the exact same night you know be- benefit of the doubt devil's advocate shit like that happens
3: like it does but zero chance zero chance but if fight for the fall is not there like yes this evolve event happens but there's zero chance it ends up on the network live but zero chance the the other
1: thing that I thought was the, is Cody or I think it was Cody kind of threw Kenny Omega under the bus to make him look a little foolish because in my opinion Kenny Omega is amazing in the ring. He's a good presence and he's he's one of the or arguably the best wrestler in the world. I think that his promo Shane work, McMahon, come on. His prompt well true. His, <laughs> you're right. The best bye, bye, I was the the but like um uh the the thing is Cody or not Cody God uh Kenny Omega never in my opinion was anywhere close to as good on the mic as he is in the ring he built his reputation on his ring work which is fine but he got up there and Cody threw him under the bus by saying sign us off and what does Kenny Omega do for his sign off Kenny Omega says you know yeah. I bid you adieu goodbye and good night good night bang bang And he he was trying to scramble, and he looked foolish and sounded like scattered and ridiculous. And he was trying to get his way out of doing the bang thing. So while he's trying to figure out how to work this way around it, he's having to cut this promo. And his mind was on, well, what am I going to do? What am I going to this? What am I going to that? And he's cutting this like rambling, nonsensical promo. And it was kind of like off-putting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was um, like
0: I didn't I didn't see that part. It was hokey. I, I didn't see all of it. Was, it, it was it yeah.
1: was really it really made it feel like and understandably it was off the air. It was it was after the fact, but it was it was very hokey jokey and very kind of goofy and like Really but seemed,
3: that's Kenny Omega though. No, 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 no.
1: This wasn't like goofy Kenny Omega where Kenny Omega has a plan to be goofy. This was like him being thrown into a situation where he has to improvise and he realized he has to alter what he's doing and he was lost. And that yeah. happens to the best of performers. But it, mm-hmm. it's a good thing that it didn't air right away because it really would have put a stinker on the end of the event.
4: Well, here's the thing with that i i i saw the 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 promo by cody throwing the shade or whatever after the event um i didn't see i didn't see the the sign off botched by kenny um i do agree that i i see validation on both sides i i agree to to an extent i agree to an extent that wwe may have had the thing planned out for a while but here's the thing. They didn't have to do it live. They could have done the event and then aired it like later. They could have, uh, you know, taped it like that, how they do with NXT, whatever. They could have done that. They didn't have to do it live. Once they knew that fight for the fallen was going on or whatever. Uh, so there's that there's ways they could have gone around it, but, um, so yeah, that was kind of a dick move, but in the future, I'm going to say this. Both sides need to be ready because oh, it's
3: gonna get um, ugly. Yeah, it's just gonna get real uh, ugly.
4: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. No matter no matter what AEW tries to do, and I get what Cody was saying. He's like, you can counter program the event, but you can't counter program the heart that we have. You can't counter program our counter program our talents. What they're and doing. I agree. And I agree with that because they are doing something different, and that's kind of that's kind of the beauty of the wrestling that's been going on over this summer and especially over this weekend, you have every different company doing something a little different. WWE is different than Evolve, is different than uh, AEW, is different than New Japan, is different than WWE, NXT, and NXT UK. All right? that's And that's exactly the beauty of it is us as wrestling fans, we're reaping the benefits because we're getting all (coughs) these awesome shows. And that's exactly... I think you know that was Cody and theirs mission in the first place. They said provide an alternative. That's fine. They're going to do that. They have to be ready because yeah. I'll tell you what. With WWE having the network and having the ability that they have, they could they could counter program whatever the fuck they want to their heart's content because if they say okay, they find out that AEW is going to go live on TNT on we'll just throw out. Thursday nights, just as a random thing. Oh, debuting next week, a brand new series on the WWE Network. It's bing bang boom on Thursday nights. You know uh-huh. they can do that. So get ready for it. You know, and AEW just got to be careful of that. You know,
3: I'll be honest. I kind of feel like Cody is a little bit of a petulant child, um, and 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 I, what he's doing is not representative of the entire elite. Because it's very clear that Omega and the box have said, hey, we're an alternative. we're not competition. It's great that everyone wants to start comparing us like want to start that everyone wants to start, start talking about the money Night war. Cody has made a very personal vendetta it feels like. He's I taken very that. personal shots well, and it, I, it I agree comes with that off a yes. little bit, it, it comes off a little bit small time. Like okay yeah when 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 he destroyed the throne I had goosebumps and it was fun but it, but it came off a little bit slapstick a little bit hokey jokey like Poot said the- I feel and, and, and here's the thing you're you're right Tom they better put their big boy pants on because I I, I read an article and it was very I, I think I think uh, Meltzer actually may have said it um, that WWE has like major countermeasures. That they are getting ready to oh, deploy. Abs- absolutely,
4: because even so, if they don't even if they don't debut a new show, who's to say that they just don't move NXT to that night? Right. They could easily and, do that because it's well eight. and, and reportedly,
3: know? reportedly AEW is going to be on Wednesday nights too. So like they're already <sighs> kind of putting themselves behind the eight ball, well, trying to be up against you know the smart I mean, mark that's, show of that's NXT. The reason, that's,
1: the reason they're yeah. probably not afraid is because. Well, frankly, NXT, you can watch it the next day. The way that WWE could count AEW a program. But
2: is, AEW
3: reportedly is going re- is, is to be recorded too. So you uh, can make that exact same argument. Yeah, but, but
1: it's going to air. They're not going to, like, I understand what the way things are nowadays. It'll be on demand. Like, everything's on demand. But generally, I wait until today to watch NXT and NXT UK and 205 Live. Now, I didn't catch Agreed. it today, but I go, oh, I'll catch it tomorrow. You know what I mean? like yeah right. the, so that's the thing yeah. is I would go oh I'll watch I'll watch aew and then oh, I'll catch nXt tomorrow like that's yeah. that's my point but yeah but we've been we could go on this all all night any final thoughts guys before we wrap up we haven't had a, oh, yeah,
0: uh, I'll, we okay. haven't had a legendary letdown or a swan song
1: Tiger well, actually... kind of uh
0: kind of had a little bit of a swan song there with uh with his statements on you know we win as far as wrestling fans go
2: oh yeah
3: yeah and i mean i'll 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 extrapolate on, on it a little bit there because i have been kind of you know today was my mission I off you know uh, to, we're, we're recording on a thursday thursdays are my off day so today was my mission with to get caught up and i went out with the wife and we did some stuff and everything else but i immersed myself in wrestling today i didn't get the chance to watch evolve or, or extreme rules yet but i'm going to yeah i, did, I didn't but, get to
4: watch evolve either uh so uh, maybe if we get a chance if if any, if if a number of us here get to get to catch some of it, maybe we can talk about that on the next one. I know it'll be kind of after the fact, but maybe we can touch on it a little bit. Right. I, I feel bad that I didn't get to, but you know, there's th- there there's... literally there was too much wrestling going on over this weekend to really have time to engross yourself in all of it. Oh, so, and that's a great is, thing. That's and, a and that's a thing. great
3: thing. Uh, Friday night uh, was night two of the G1, which was outstanding. As, as good or better than night one, I'd say. Uh, okay. I've, I've heard that the, the um, day three of the A block uh, had, had some outstanding matches. I'm excited to watch. Uh, Fight for the Fallen was outstanding. Um, I think way better than Fighter Fest. And I think the Fighter Fest wasn't bad. Just kind of oh. gimmicky.
4: Oh, there is yeah. one thing I forgot to touch on uh, real quick in closing thoughts. Uh, since we started off with, uh, off the rails with, uh, Jim Cornette Nations,
2: Motherfucker!
4: How about, uh, Joey Janela, uh, Joey Janela, uh, flipping off the camera in the match and saying, fuck you, Jim Cornette. So, that's my final I, thought. Uh,
1: yeah, ran, Ransom, did you hear about that? I did not. So, oh, uh, So, after he did his Death Valley driver on to, uh, Sammy Guevara on, on, the, the, apron. Ring, on the apron, so the hardest, the hardest part, part of the, of the ring, ring um, <laughs> he, um, he they landed. They're selling, and he. The camera he cut sat away up, a little bit. The camera cut away, and then it cut right back. And Joey Janela, while he's selling, sits up, flips off the camera, and says, "Fuck you, Jim Cornette," and then starts selling wow. again.
4: Yeah, it was great. Now, uh, like it, it was, uh, it, I I didn't notice it at first, and then Poot had told me about it in the in our group chat, and I went back and watched it, and I was like, yes. <laughs>
3: Oh, I do have a legendary letdown. I I do. Now now that we're talking about Joey Janella. Oh shit. So, then they they uh Excalibur. I love Excalibur. By the way, I think that he him and Graves are probably the two best commentators right now. Excalibur's got a sharp, sharp, sharp mind, and he's with it all the time. Excalibur's Excalibur, another one of the people that Jim Cornette shit on all the time. Well, he's a fucking douchebag. So we've I mean, we've 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 said that ad nauseum. <laughs> but um Caliber talked about joey janela having a fight with the literal scum of the earth so if you haven't heard joey janela kind of squared up with uh, enzo amore or the ah. real one or Enzo or, or Zo or whatever the fuck he's calling himself now we kind of touched so, on this
4: last time F- who, don't give airtime to fucking enzo fuck well him.
3: and here's so here's my legendary letdown it is is the the rise and fall of enzo amore when he was in NXT, he was probably the hottest thing going. I I, I would venture a guess. Uh, he had crowds eating out of the palm of his hand. Fair he enough. had promo skills as good, as, well, almost as good as The Rock. I'd say he that kid could cut a fucking promo in a fucking phone booth. Agree. His wrestling skills was ne- were, were never good, but he But his promo skills were always good enough to pass him by. The fact that he has had such a bitter downward spiral to where he is now, like, getting into fucking viral fights with guys who are burgeoning talents and just to try and fucking make his name, just to try and get his name out there, just to try and get his face out there is so sad to me. And and, and I am let down not like I normally am where I'm angrily let down. I am let down in a sad way that a guy... Who had so much potential, just like fucking four years ago, so much potential, has now ended up at the very bottom of the barrel. It is truly a letdown. You um, really has self
0: destructed hard.
4: Yeah, he really did. he has Self destructed hard. 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 The, the problem with uh the problem with Enzo, and since you brought up his name, uh, it, the the difference between Enzo and the Rock, as far as cutting promos. Yeah, The Rock and Stone Cold and other guys from the Attitude Era, they took their own personalities and kind of turned them up to 11. But they could also shut it off afterwards because Rock isn't – The Rock – Dwayne Johnson isn't like The Rock in real life all the time, 24-7. Enzo is Enzo, and he's a fucking douchebag. So that that's is true. the problem. You got you to gotta be able to flip the switch and actually be a fucking human being and not a walking pile of shit. Regardless of how great your promo skills are, <laughs> wow!
0: Yeah,
4: you got not you, wrong. Gotta, you got if, you got to learn if you, a, Yeah, you got to flip. You got to be able to flip the switch. You know, uh, if you
1: he just if you believe his tenth, own
3: hype, if you, if you believe a tenth of the stuff that he that that you've read about him, backstage like as a guy, you got to believe that he's just a real piece of shit, which is sad. But yeah,
4: I, I believe it. I believe it.
1: <sighs> well, it is. <it, sighs> He, well, no, just for Enzo, it's, dude, I was so hyped on him, him and Cass, like. So hyped. Yeah, yeah it, they, they had everything going for him, and then Enzo just, he couldn't get out of his own way. And apparently that that has been an issue for him forever.
0: I believe it. But, I yeah. Mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I like to, I like to blame a lot on the main roster. You know, people that are on fire in NXT come to the main roster and then just, die and get buried but i don't know i don't i definitely don't think that that happened with enzo he blew himself up and self-destructed they gave him hard. every chance
3: they they gave him every chance in the world him and Cass were given big opportunities and he blew every single one of them
4: now, uh, to to kind of go off of that what the hell is Cass doing now
1: uh, hanging out with enzo again <laughs>
3: No, really? but reportedly he's doing better. He's kind of like managing his ego. He's trying to get himself back. He's building up his brand again. So much so that the, I think um, a couple weeks ago in like some northern territory place, John Moxley actually chose to face Kaz X L himself. I did uh, like see Moxley, that. That was that was that was show. So he's building his brand back up. He's doing it the right way. So we may not because Cass, while his promo skills were awful. Like, yeah. he's a big dude and he can move and he does have some charisma. So, I don't, I, I we may not see the end of Cass if, if he can distance himself from the cancer that is Enzo. Well, did, so- did they have a falling out at one point? They did, and now they're best friends again, apparently, or something.
0: That's weird.
1: I think it's because right? they both went, we were better together. And, and I honestly think it's because Cass will tolerate enzo if it brings him a job honestly yeah um but honestly he's doing it himself if he's facing john moxley somewhere i mean fuck's sake but i forgot uh, forgot
4: that that had happened Good for him
1: yeah good for
4: him but on a positive note yeah um well you know what on a positive note beef why don't you thank the sponsors because that's always a good thing
3: i would love to yes sir so we always appreciate everything that our sponsors have given us me why don't you
4: sign <laughs> like me beef? Join the Kiss My Ass Club or especially,
3: you're fired?
2: Especially oh, especially that
3: guy, but especially WrestleDeals.com. You know, like you know, we we praise Sean Tischler very, very muchly, um, because and, and, and well 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 rooted because he I'll tell you what, he I Sean, if you're listening, I would love to hear some stuff from you with the uh, the, the, the stuff that jumps because I know that you have a super good mind for the business as well. But, yeah, Sean Sean's always out there with, uh, like, like knee-deep in wrestling. Uh, and then, uh, so, so he, he, he headman's uh, WrestleDeals.com. So, yeah, give him a look and give him a, He'll give prob- him a like on Facebook and he'd all that. Probably,
4: he'd probably give us some, like, independent, uh, independent run questions and stuff like that or something about, like, PWX or something. I'd be like, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> which, <laughs> hey, w- which, by hey. the way, I'm going to start looking them up because apparently they're based out of McKeesport. So that's like yeah, a, man. Hop, yep. that's a hop, skip, and a jump away from me. Yeah, so. man.
3: And uh yeah obviously we want to thank you Mr. Tiger Bomb Tom our, our own casual gaming dad for the support that you have given us and um, all the exposure that you've given we could never really repay that but yeah you um, know like what? Tom said get out there and get 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 out there and see the Indies you know I've I've touched on it before but, but go see it man because chances are you may see the next guy in the ring
4: Before I before I kind of uh take the reins and then throw it back over to Poot there for the uh for the outro um uh, I just want to say how weird it is uh i know we joke about the nepotism but i'm not gonna lie it felt very weird whenever i was thanking the sponsors on the live video sunday night i'm like yeah let's thank (laughs) wrestledeals.com and then me okay uh so yeah it's it's very it's very odd it's like one of those people that you don't know how to take a a compliment about yourself or something i don't know it feels weird so that's why uh (laughs) no no uh no nepotism at all whatever i say Beef, thank the sponsors. I'm not, I'm definitely not, uh, definitely well, not looking for a pat on the no, back. I, but, no, we know but that. But I'll man. take it. But I'll um, take
0: it. <laughs> but, uh, now one, the- one last thing, real quick, before, uh, before Poot uh, signs us off, I would like to give a shout out, if I may, Ooh. to the hosts of the P3 podcast for a flawless episode with no kayfabe breaks yes, yes. Long, everybody yeah we did it
4: who <laughs> did you get to see the video of my daughter earlier yes i did okay i, she, yes, I did uh, i i'm just gonna say what? if and when i win this choose your way championship at some point you're gonna see it on her shoulder just saying. well
1: you know here's the problem is that beef the legend always has the actual physical belt oh so, i'll
0: fucking drive to get it um, <laughs> Stupid beef's too cheap to put it in a fucking FedEx box and mail it out. Yeah. Oh, I'll
4: get it. It's uh, not. also, it's, again... You're not that far. You're again, not that far away.
0: Again,
1: I'm damn near the end of my plans I keep talking about for the belt. Anyway, um, but uh, so... No, guys, great episode. I think this was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Doesn't matter. Any, the rest of you idiots had
4: fun i had fun. i always have
1: fun
0: um, i'll I have second fun. that but Thumb uh on. i think honestly and
1: one last thing for me here before i take it over to poot to sign off because we've done that seven times the um <laughs> uh no i think we should honestly we should plan if sean if you're watching we should definitely try and get the four of us out to an indie show october
3: 100 the october yeah well, the, what, uh, the pwx the show, or not the uh i iwc in Clearfield, right
2: Yep.
4: Oh, that's right. What, what uh, day in
1: October is that? Can you toss that? At it's me? A, it's
4: it's a. Uh, it's a Saturday. It's I want to say the 12th or
1: 14th. Uh, it's the 12th. On. It has. It's either the 5th, 12th, 19th, or 26th.
4: Uh, hold on a second. I'll tell you.
3: As long as it's not the 19th, I'm in.
4: I believe it's the. I believe it's the 12th. I'll double check because I have it screenshot on my phone. I'll let you guys know after.
3: All right. Uh, I saved it in
1: my phone. 12th, P3 invading, coming to Clearfield. Oh boy. Um, we're
4: coming. coming.
1: We're co- <laughs> we're coming. All right, for uh Tiger Hard. Bomb Tom, the Madman Alec Ransom, uh Beef the Legend, and you're reigning. Uh-huh. Defending. Uh-huh. Undisputed. Uh-huh. Three time. Uh-huh. Three time. Uh-huh. Three time. Choose a oh. win champion. Poot the bard, baby. Have a wonderful night. Good night, Chuck.